We be live! We be live! <laughs> Hi everyone! Hello. We're going to be David. answering Patreon questions, but we also be going to be discussing some interesting things that Harris has found, like every every week. Yes. Every week. Like I've, got a, I've got a few things. Let's hope we have enough time because you always run out on me. Two hours and then you say run. Okay, okay. Well, I'll try to go through the Patreon questions fast to make sure that you get to uh, share all the things that you have. Yes. Yes, yes. And <laughs> Darka is like, oh my you God, that scared you. me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello from Lebanon. Hi, Lebanon. How are things there? I know things are not very good in Lebanon. I'm so sorry. Why? Because this of the economy? The economy? Yes. And it's partly, it's a lot of it is because of Iran's fault. Like it's the bankers' fault, the politicians' fault, but also Iran. Iran. Iranian government, not Iran. Iran, the Islamic Republic of Iran. So the government. So sorry about that. On behalf of Iran, I speak on behalf of Iran and I apologize for everything. Since when did you start talking collectively? That's a joke. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to mention that because some people yeah, okay, might misunderstand okay. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Look at this. Getting worse. I'm sorry. Ugh. All right. Should okay. we start? Oh, yes. Somebody's saying give link to StreamYard. I will. I will. But only to Secular Jihadist YouTube members. So if you want to see that link, you have to become a YouTube member on Secular Jihadist. So there you go. So it's exclusive. It's exclusive. All right, let's get started. I'm going to start juicy and then going to get more political and stuff like that. Here's the first one. Is BDSM halal? That's actually a good one. I think I was going to share this video and then I saw that you've already commented on that with reference to Ali Dawa has commented on that. There was this woman. I know this is not BDSM, but that is very, very unusual coming from a hijabi. Should we play that video and talk about it a little bit what do you reckon sure 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 but but before we do that i want to answer this question i yeah, don't yeah, see definitely. anything in islam that is against bdsm i think well, it's yeah Islam. you're right i mean there's a quranic verse that says that no matter where you come you can you can enter your wives or you can attack your wives from which, whichever angle you want but what about yeah. the other way what if the husband wants to be a sub and the wife wants to be a dumb do you think that's allowed in islam like can a can a wife tie up her husband and torture him is that allowed i don't know we have to ask a mufti <laughs> I, I I mean, I don't see, I don't see anything Islamic that is against that. So I don't, I, I mean, if it doesn't mention it, I think like, I mean, I know there's a, okay. Okay. So, the, okay. This is, the, the, this is funny. Now I have to show this. There, I know there's a prayer before sex. You know that one? There's a, pra- there's a prayer before sex. Let me. <laughs> is it a prayer or is just a recitation of a verse or something? It's a recitation of a verse, but apparently it's, it's kind of like a prayer. The prophet said, if any of you, when intending to have a sexual intercourse with his wife, and Nuria made this point very well, and I had never thought about it that way. The Quran and the Hadith, everything is actually addressing to, like, by default, whatever is said, you have to assume that it, a man is being addressed. You know, like, it, it, it just another it just shows yes. you another element of, um, you know, that, that, exactly. that is man-made. You know, like, uh, when women, when Allah, the Prophet, is addressing to women, he specifically mentions, hey, women. But anyway, so, so this one, you know, like, is it, where, where is the hadith? Where is the verse? Where is the advice to women? No, there isn't. It's like, any, if any one of you, when intending to have sexual intercourse with his wife, say, Bismillah, Allah, and if the couple are destined to have a child out of that very sexual relation, <laughs> then Satan will never be able to harm that child. <laughs> now, you reckon that's a turn on, Amin? If you were a Muslim, would you have done that? <laughs> sorry, sorry, baby. <laughs> Before you take off your clothes, let me say, Bismillah, Allahumma, Janaba. She'd be like, geez, to turn off. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. We're somebody training. might be into that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we as you know, you might be training her to be into that. Every time you mention that, she just gets wet because of expectations of what's coming out. Like, yeah, I'm about to get some action. How how yeah. about so so I don't I don't know the answer to that, but I I really want to play this funny video. Have a listen to this one. What what is this woman saying? You know, every morning when I wake up before my husband leaves the house, I get on my knees and I suck some love. Woo! Because I know when he goes out there, there's gonna be patience and negativity. I want him to start the day on a good note. Oh. And the days that he's not with me and he's with his other wife, I know he's taking care. So it I mean I, 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 I just want to, you know, like it was fine up until that point, you know, but then just imagine the internalized misogyny here that she's saying that when he goes to his other wife, that's fine. I know he's been taken care of. You know, like she, she just, she, she, she just come to terms with it. again, each to their own. But uh, I, I mean, like, in fine, our I don't world, think, I don't see any problem with what she's saying. Or no, 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 because it's not built. No, it's not built on equality. I mean, because she yeah. can't think if, if, it, if it, I was just about to say that in our liberal world, it's okay. If, mm -hmm. uh, if a couple has agreed to have a second woman or a third woman or a fourth woman or a fifth woman, in the only difference in our case, there's no limit. <laughs> you can have whoever you want, but it should not be built on coercion. It should be built on equality and respect and reciprocity. So there is no reciprocity. So, I mean, her husband doesn't think, think that way, that when I'm going to my other wife, my first wife is also going to her other husband and she's going to be sucking some love into it. <laughs> so anyway, but listen to this. So if you want to learn how to take care of your man go get my book how to have fun like a pro oh like a pro <laughs> oh, wow. i'm just gonna ignore that word pro it doesn't mean andrew tate's kind of pro <laughs> i have a few uh there's two comments here that i want to i know these people didn't mean it like that but i still have a problem with it um so soha is saying islam is bdsm only for men i don't like that no i don't like this i know soha doesn't mean it like that but guys bdsm is not abuse okay bdsm is two people having fun so no islam is not bdsm because islam is abuse and bdsm is both people enjoying it and you're not abusing people in a bdsm relationship everybody is enjoying it right so and also andrew is saying if you're if you're into abusive relationships uh, islam is fine with that again this this is within the context of us discussing bdsm i think like i'm trying to defend this is less about islam and me defending bdsm okay bdsm and abusive relationship yes exactly bdsm is not abuse islam is about good thing bdsm is not about abusing people okay everybody is supposed to have fun in a bdsm relation okay that's what he meant yes good some people like pain some people like to be whipped some people like to you know yeah. try to <laughs> <laughs> All right, i don't know i'm so boring <laughs> you're boring okay i don't know as i get older people say that people acquire these different tastes as they get older so you know i'm 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 gonna be 40 later this year at the end, uh, end, uh, end of this year who knows who knows which way fate takes me <laughs> yeah well, um um, wait, we're, 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 we're the same age. You're the same age as me. Down at the same yes. day. <laughs> That's the same hour almost, actually. Almost, People yeah. Don't, guys, don't, do you guys know that me and Harris were born within hours from each other hours two shadans yes two shadans are born that means our parents probably did not recite this uh, this uh, prayer <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ask my parents <laughs> yeah. okay. all right look at this um i don't know okay I'm, i don't know much about this but it is a patreon question so i'm just gonna quickly address it um the patreon question this is by d saying a nigerian friend told me that wait let me scroll up <clears throat> Yeah. A Nigerian friend told me that the change of currency was implemented to halt uh, bribes before elections, but 
Okay, so there was a in Nigeria there was a new currency that they apparently they did that so that they could stop bribes before the election. But now it has driven the country into chaos. I am told people are sleeping in lines at the bank and digital currency markets have crashed. Your thoughts? Um, sounds like a craze for crypto. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is why. This is why people think. This is why some people make. Uh, you know, they feel like they, you can't trust. I know people in more stable countries don't understand why less stable countries people are like um they appeal for crypto in less stable countries because you have no idea that all the money you're holding what's going to happen to it tomorrow <laughs> right so you're like oh I, I like look at what's happening in lebanon or what happened in venezuela or in nigeria right you're like you, you have a lot of money and all of a sudden tomorrow you could be like oh whatever and I, I i either don't have access to it or now i have for a while i have to go get new money or it could be just worth nothing like in iran for example the inflations are insane so yeah i don't know much about what's happening in nigeria but this is just another so I, example. I've never, so you, you tell me, because I'm going to talk about, yeah, for, for, finish your thought on this, Nigeria, and then I'm going to ask you a few more questions. Because uh, No, I, I think just, as, I mean, without looking too much into it, it just like fiat currency being so unreliable in so many countries um, shows why so many people in less stable countries are so eager to jump on the cryptocurrency bandwagon. I'm not saying they should be, I don't, I'm not, I'm not and I'm not saying they should not, but I'm just saying that I... I I understand the appeal. Yeah. So hang on. So this doesn't say that the Nigeria is going to use cryptocurrency as its. No, I didn't say that. No, no. It's, this doesn't say that. I'm just saying this is one of the other one of the million other cases that shows to me. I'm just like going on a tangent, like how fiat is unpredictable, especially fiat currency is unpredictable, especially in unstable countries. I'm just like coming up with my thoughts on it about wouldn't why. Wouldn't it be? It, wouldn't it be more? Wouldn't it be more difficult for these? Because first and foremost, these uh, countries are corrupt there's a lot of corruption yeah. in these countries it's mismanagement officials mismanaging funds bribing and all that kind of stuff um how would uh, and I, I know you're, you're just thinking out loud but how would removing fiat currency and replacing that with crypto would make it better I, I, i'm just trying to think because i've got no idea i've never thought about it well i mean speci specifically not all crypto specifically bitcoin um everything about it is known there's no centralized authority that could come one day and pull a lever and change things right so you don't have to stay up stay up wake at night thinking like oh my god what is my government going to do tomorrow right because there's no centralized authority that can change anything about it everything about it is known everything about it is transparent and everything about it is unchangeable but right? what about but wouldn't governments want more control at least about yeah uh, but you don't need the permission of governments this is this is basic people taking the power away from governments or you're saying that people doing it. it on their own so for example if i live here i don't believe in fiat currency anymore kind of like what andrew tate was doing like he's, he had his own crypto wallet and apparently they're trying to trace it um and and that's it like it's, it makes it much more difficult for them to trace his money rather than uh, even though people have been burying money into the swiss accounts it could foreign. be easier depending on what cryptocurrency you're using are you using bitcoin if you're using bitcoin it's actually easy to trace it if you're using monero it makes it difficult to trace it but right? okay but Okay, so but also, don't we have this fear now after this uh, crash of 2022 um, that I could wake up the next day with my cryptocurrency being worth nothing? Isn't that more likely now? And has has the faith not uh, eradicated? Over <laughs> so 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 cryptocurrency. Yeah. So first of all, we're not there yet for us to be relying. This is a, to for us to make it people for making a case for an eventual world where you have a stable cryptocurrency right but also the crash that you see in cryptocurrency especially um is that there's a fundamental value 
value of cryptocurrency, right? And there is a speculation value, speculation price, right? So the fundamental value of crypto of like something like Bitcoin is based on its use case. But the speculation is people adding a lot of uh, adding a lot of faith and hope into this being a lot of, uh, worth. For example, let's say based on the use case of um, of a cryptocurrency, let's say it's worth like now um, ten units, right? Ten dollars, right? But people speculate and now they're buying it at a hundred or. 90 or 110 so they, they are buying it they're buying and selling it as a, as a at a price that is much above its fundamental value but just because it drops back to 10 for example or 20 or 9 the, uh, that doesn't mean that the the worth wasn't or, always 10 like the, the fundamental value was 9 10 it's going up to 11 but that is based on speculation the price that people are trading it might be 100 110 120 like that's unreasonable it, it has to come back to where the fundamental value is but the fundamental value value actually does represents is use case it's 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 is utility that is there that that should be there so it's, it's the problem with the speculators that make it um make the uh, valuation make, make the price so so volatile and eventually when something and maybe maybe eventually when an asset has a long-term history and its use case is known and it crashes multiple time then the price will become more stable and it will hover around more around the fundamental value that it actually has okay um so basically what you're saying is because the market share is so small because a market yeah, no. because a market sh- share is too small that's why we can't we we don't know what exactly uh its worth should be um well because it's a new asset and people are too excited uh, and it's just kind of like the for example like the internet right so then when the internet was first introduced people were so excited about its use case uh, that the prices of tech companies uh, exploded to prices that is was way above its actual use case at the time so we, then we had the dot-com bubble and that market crashed and it came back but that didn't mean that the tech industry like eventually it caught up like the internet did became as revolutionary as people thought it would but people were too excited originally and if the price bumped too fast too soon for it for for that so it crashed and people are like oh maybe maybe the internet was just a fud it was not as exciting as we thought it would but eventually it did become that exciting thing that people were hoping for but people were, ex- were being excited about it too soon. That's why we had the dot com bubble. Yeah, okay. Good. Cool. Let's move on. Um, oh, this there, is there a couple of questions that are, I think, similar to what, what we were going to talk about, or we, or we might have just already spoken about. It just makes it easier for me to when I edit it and put it all together. Um, this one Armin's recent video gave me some food for thought. Can Muslims be sex positive and halal? And obviously, he's talking about the, this video that I just played before. Uh, Mm. Is he? Is he um, am I right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I spoke to a mufti, um, and he once told me that, "Hey, Harris, I don't know why you know you see Islam as such a sexually repressive, regressive religion." So back in the days of the Prophet, there was so much sex. People were divorcing each other. People were marrying each other. There were so many concubines, and you know, like all of that. But then I said, "Well, hang on. It is actually from a man's point of view. Yes, I mean, we we even from a man's point of view in the." contemporary world, we still see that it's not actually that sex positive. I mean, for example, in countries like, let's just say, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Pakistani community, and pretty much at large, the whole of Muslim world, sex is 
um, is taboo. Sex, people don't like to talk about it. And the more sexually, I guess the term is negative, or, or, or the more sexually repressive you are, the more uh, honorable and the more uh, pious man you're considered to be. So, but when we go back, but when we look at the life of the prophet himself, man, the guy had 11 wives, you know, the guy, guy was, uh, w- was so much into women that they, I actually just, the other day, someone actually uh, showed me this um, Quranic verse that even Allah told Muhammad, hey, Muhammad, stop, that's it, just stop, no more, no more marriages, okay, no matter how sexy a woman is, it's in the Quran, let me find that verse for you, no more marriage, that's okay, so have, have, a, have a look at this Quranic verse, isn't that Amazing. I mean, uh, if, if we can learn one thing from the prophet's life, it's that that he was very sex positive. <laughs> Look at this. Quran chapter 33, verse 52. It says, no women are lawful for you after this. Now, n- no more. That's it. It's done. We're done. Prophet Muhammad, stop it. You know, you've already had 11 wives and God knows how many um, concubines. Just stop now. Um, so he says, no more. No women are lawful for you after this, nor is it lawful that you replace them. Meaning, you know, you divorce them and get a new one. <laughs> you know, as some Muslim, rich Muslims do that because you're only allowed to have four wives. So they, they do a cycle and they they never divorce the first one, but they divorce the second one and then they marry uh, another one. And then they divorce the third one and then they marry another one. So anyway, so so Muhammad was, uh, Allah was one step ahead of Muhammad. He said, even though their goodness may attract you, but in uh, but, but in actual other translation, it says that no matter how beautiful you find them, in even in Urdu, I think it's the same word in Persian as well. Husn, is that the same word? Husn or that's the Arabic word. But anyway, so it says, no matter how be- okay, no matter how beautiful you find them, that's it. No more. So I think one thing we can learn from the prophet's life is that he was um, a very sex positive. What do you reckon? Yeah, um, sex positive for men, like you said. Yes. But yes, it's only yeah. for, it's one-sided. Yes. But, but what do you mean by sex? Um, I mean, sex positive have to me has two meanings. One, you're you have you are you don't celebrate sex. You're not embarrassed of it. You're not embarrassed by it. Yeah, okay. You're not. Yeah, it seemed like they weren't embarrassed at all <laughs> about sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Let me, let me, I, I, I got to show you some, some more funny hadith. This, this is Mishkat. There was one, once upon a time, Prophet Muhammad uh, saw a woman on the street. And then um, he, he looked at her. She charmed him. He found her very sexy. He just quickly ran to, to his house. At the, um, and then he went to Soda, who was making perfume uh, in the company of some other women. So uh, the, all, all of those women immediately left um, uh, Soda. And Prophet Muhammad had sex with her. And then he told her, uh, and, and then he came out and then he told uh, his other companions that if you see a woman who charms you, then you should go to your wife for she has the same kind of thing as other women. Apparently the same thing happened again. We, uh, this is Sahih Muslim 1403. This time the wife's name is Zainab. Um, uh, Zaid's wife, uh, the daughter-in-law one, that that troubling one. So he died, this, she was making, uh, she was uh, tanning a leather. And, you know, look, look at that. Jabir reported that Allah saw a woman, so he came to his wife, Zainab as she was wearing uh, as she was tanning a leather and had sex sexual intercourse with her he then went to his companions and told them the, uh, that the woman advances and retires in the shape of a devil there you go there's always an insult whenever you mention a woman the woman advances and retires in the shape of a devil so when one of you sees a woman he should come to his wife for that will repel what he feels in his heart I actually okay I think actually Islam is sex negative now because Islam is sex positive if everybody was married Islam and we were talking about sex within a Islamic marriage, right? Because if you're married in an Islamic marriage, then like, yeah, 
as long as all about sex, have more sex, just have sex nonstop as much as you can, right? But because in the modern world, we relationship between men and women are a lot, even in Islamic countries, like boys and girls want to date for marriage. So and because a lot of our experiences with the opposite sex and regarding, you know, gay people with the same sex um, is not allowed. And all of that is constantly being shut down. The real life experience of us with Islam is that it's sex negative. You know what I mean? So because oh. most of our relationship with women is out with people with, that we want to have sexual relationship with is out of the framework that Islam accepts and all of that is constantly being shut down. Our experience with Islam is that it's sex negative. So that's what makes it sex negative. Is, is um, th- Does this fall under being sex positive? Allah's messenger would go around to his women with one ghusl, meaning with one bath. So he would go have sex with his multiple wives in one night with only one part. <laughs> so he's basically sharing some. I heard food. from a lot of women in Iran <laughs> that having to have ghusl yeah. after sex is one reason why they have less sex. What? Especially because you have to wash your hair. You have to wash your goddamn hair. But don't, don't, don't squirt everywhere, man. No, no, no. You, you don't, no. Dude, dude. You don't know that you have to have ghosl after sex, even if you... Yeah, yeah, like, it's called ghosl it's called Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter how dirty you get. If you have sex, you need to yeah, have ghosl. So, so for people who don't know what ghosl is, it's, bap- it's baptize yourself. Like, from head to toe, including your hair. Do you know how women, how many women have a problem, like, don't, it's not good for you to wet your hair all the time. Do you, do you see why? Do you see how so many women when they go shower, they put the like this thing, the shower cap on, so that they don't wet hair with their hair all the time. So imagine if you want to have sex and you're like, oh no, if I have sex, I have to actually wash my entire body, including my hair, and I don't want to do that. Like that's not good for your hair, right? So so that's where you just like, I'm just not gonna have sex. Hmm. What? So that's like, yeah. Okay. Oh, what? Sorry. Oh, where did that go? Yeah. Well, um, so so no, but what what do you think about this? going to uh, isn't that sex positivity the prophet used to go around have sexual relations with all his wives in one night and he had nine wives this is Sahih Bukhari 5068 banging all your wives in one night is, is it about marrying several women and to, to top it all with one ghusl do you think that's uh, that's sex positive sex positivity that's that's Muhammad's sex positivity <laughs> we should have we should have, a, we have we should have a new category that's just Muhammad's sex positive Positive. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like everyone's sex positive. It's just Muhammad. No. Sex positive. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. Let, let's be fair though. But Islam is uh, not as sexually repressive as Judaism. For example, there was and Christianity. Myth. You're right. You're right. You're oh, Christianity. For example, there was this. Hang on. Let, let, let me show that. For example, that's Augustine's fault, by the way. Yeah, there was this belief that if you have sex with your wife doggy style, <laughs> then, then your then your kid's gonna have squinty eyes or is gonna have a lazy eye or something that that was a belief amongst jewish tradition so that problem was presented before the prophet <laughs> and he here's what he said <laughs> he said when a man has intercourse with his with his wife through the vagina by the way anal sex is definitely not allowed but being on her back the child will have squints so the verse came down that's the reason why that verse came down your wives are your tilt go then onto your tilt as you may desire look at the chapter's name it is permissible for a man to have intercourse with his wife from the front or from the back without entering the behind. 
and, and so well, I mean, obviously... I mean, to be fair to Islam, that seems to be more relaxed than people's beliefs around them at the time. I mean, okay, let's let's be fair. Islam is doesn't see your body as this disgusting thing that you should be, you know, like Christianity. How sees anything associated with the body and sex as gross and filth? That that came from um, how do you say this in English? That came from an Iranian religion. Uh, Baha'i. No, no, no. Augustine got Zoroastrian. No. Oh. no, no, no. I don't know how to say this in English. Um, monism. Okay, so Augustine was what before he became Christian? Oh, monism. Monism, yes. Monism. Thank you. Oh, monism. Not Zoroastrianism. Yeah, monism. Yeah. So Augustine, who was uh, part of the religion of monism before he became a Catholic, became a Christian, he brought all the. That's a Persian religion. That That's not Zoroastrianism. People are saying Zoroastrianism now. Yeah. Zoroastrianism is like way before monism, right? This is a religion that is in Persian and it, it took over, it became very popular for a very short amount of time everywhere and then it died out. But Augustine took the anti-sex, anti-body, anti-earthly pleasures, narratives from that religion and it brought it to, to Christianity. This was not even in the Bible. So I get, it's amazing. It's, so St. Um, Thomas Augustine. was, yeah, Augustine, Augustine, Thomas is responsible for bringing, um, you know, Greek philosophy into uh, Christianity. Augustine is responsible for bringing all that discuss, like shame and disgust related with world worldly pleasure into Christianity. Uh, you can't fi- find uh, Greek philosophy or all that Platonic um, philosophy in the Bible, but you see it in, th- in Christian philosophy because of St. Thomas, uh, Thomas Aquinas, and you can see all this monist thing about, you know, the whole apple thing being about sin. That wasn't that, you know, that, that apple being a symbol of sin, that's not Christianity. Augustine just made that up. That's not in the Bible. And it's just now it's just stuck. So yeah, guys, if you if you're all that sex negativity in Christianity, you could blame um Persians for it. You could blame Iranians again for that. Um and specifically Saint Augustine. Yeah. So let's go to oh by the way, you got a super chat. Muslim use too much damn water. They actually um well there, there's some places where water, you know, you you do need water, so that's not bad. But um but actually yeah. that might have that might be one thing that we need to give Islam credit for. Like they might have had they washed they themselves the hygiene standards, yeah. They're good. Yeah, good so the standards of the town, and I think they might have avoided a whole bunch of diseases because of they were that constant washing it. Yeah. That, that that's probably because Prophet did have an OCD, I think. But either, anyway, it doesn't matter. However, it comes into um, into your routine, so be it. Yes. Well, thank you for the super chat, by the way. Thank you. All right, let's. More super chats. Keep your super chats yes. coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here's a question for you, Harris. Can you speak on this, please? Is this along with other recent developments um, a threat by Islamists that that the Pakistan government needs to take more seriously? So that the link associated with this question uh, is a Reuters article saying three Islamists, uh, two others killed, storming of Karachi police station. Three Islamists and two others killed. So I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Did, did I speak on my on secular jihadists? I, I I can't remember, but there was this massive bomb blast in uh, in Peshawar, where a lot of, of and again Peshawar Mosque. Um, initially, so there's TTP, and then there's Afghan Taliban. A lot of intelligence says that these these TTP guys are being sheltered and protected and sponsored by Afghan Taliban, but on surface they deny it. So Afghan Taliban said that we had nothing to do with that bomb blast. But since August last year, there've been close to seventy plus attacks, albeit a lot of them have been thwarted. But there is a general fear that 
these Islamists are coming. There's going to be a new wave of terrorism in Pakistan. Uh, a lot of uh, people are concerned about it. A lot of people are talking about it. One of the biggest Brelvi uh, cleric by the name of Mufti Taki Usmani. I think I definitely spoke about it. So, so sorry, he's a deal, but hang on, let me, let me bring it up. Uh, he, okay, so on 24th of January, he, um, because he's a Dilban and Taliban's are Dilbans as well. This is a common misunderstanding a lot of people make. Taliban's are not Salafis, they're Dilbans. Dilbans is a is a subsect of Hanafi Islam um, and uh, and they're pretty hardline as well, but there's a different one. So they, so Dilband is a town in India and that's where the madrasa was and the, and that's where this uh, sect of Islam originated from. Taliban's are Dilbandis. There's the, the various other subsects of Dilbandi is uh, uh, Islam as well. For example, Tablighi Jamaat. Let me give you a, a little head scratcher. Tablighi Jamaat, which means basically uh, it's, it's a missionary branch of Dilbandi sect. They go all over the world. They get regular regular visas to every country you name it every western country you name it and they go there and those guys do have a good reputation they haven't been involved in that but they're also associated with taliban not officially but they just belong to the same sect of islam which is deoban so anyway so mufti taki usmani who's the biggest name of deoban um uh, school of thought in pakistan recently said be because there are these rising fears that ta that the taliban are coming for pakistan so he said islamic uh, so renowned scholar mufti muhammad Usmani on Monday issued a fatwa that any armed activity against the state of Pakistan is a rebellion and haram and prescribed according to Islamic law. So a lot of people are wondering why does he have to say that? Like why did he have to issue a fatwa? Um, so and and it, it is it is a big deal when it's coming from this guy. Uh, I don't know if they have his photo. It looks very funny though. Okay, no, a bit camera shy. <laughs> um, so um, so yeah, there to answer your question, there are these fears that the Taliban are coming and the Pakistani government is in all sorts of trouble. Uh, the economy is faltering. There's no political stability. Um, and the Islamists, are, jihadis are knocking on the door. To be honest, I think about it and I give up. I, 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 I don't know. E e even if they gave me all the resources in the world and they made me the prime minister of Pakistan, I would tell everyone, get out of Pakistan. <laughs> it just doesn't make it. I don't think the United States and other world powers would allow such a thing. That's the common misconception I, I we spoke about it okay so let's let's let, let, it's okay. too yeah. big of a threat the the atomic the, the fact that the Pakistan has uh, atomic bombs, uh, that will make the world powers not let such a thing happen. It's just too big of a threat for the planet. What about what about this contingency plan that Pakistan has got somewhere around about 70 to 150 nukes? Give them, uh, I mean, they would be stored somewhere and the Pakistan military would know about it. Give them a million dollars each. Give, give each general a million dollars each. And when you know that it's about to go down, just go in there, send in your Apache helicopters and pull them out. Get out of there. If there's no nukes left, that's it. Nobody cares. Pakistan becomes insignificant. I know... I, I don't want I don't it to be it like, works that. like that. I don't want it to be like that. But no, but I'm saying no. But don't you think West is, that, that that the West is uh, is too fed up and done with Pakistan as well because of the double games have been playing? It can't, it, it yeah, keeps, but it can't it be. Getting... It's just too many. You can't clean up atomic bombs like that. It's not. It doesn't. It's not that easy. Okay. If it, um and but the United people being fed up with Pakistan, they they can't they, they can't let go. You can't let go a country that has this many atomic bombs, and it's uh it's just 
just impossible. It's impossible to just ignore it. You have to you have to make sure that it means it's it's just too big of a threat for the planet. If 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 Pakistan ever gets close to a failed state, the the current government would just request the United States and NATO and everybody else just to come in, please help us, and they will gladly come in because they can't let it fall. Yeah, but then they would say they would have their they would have the rights to they would have the legal United States and I don't know Germany and France and everybody within be with it would be within their international legal rights to come in because the current official government will be sending them an SOS asking them inviting them to come help so it would just be how filled would, no, with but, no, no but how 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 is that going to happen the, the, this country is run by a TLP and the, the, these mindless yeah, people but who the have TLP been, the TLP the, if if okay look if it's there's such a Afghanistan was not, not that that big of a threat to the world right Iraq wasn't and the United States stepped in okay yeah, because it was they thought it was easier to manage them yeah, coming into Pakistan this is not about no, no, but coming into, c- coming into Pakistan, that would be seen as by all the religious parties, even people like Imam Khan would say that, oh, they, they are coming to get our nukes. This is one of the number one um, um, point that they sell to the conservative market of Pakistan that, hey, the West wants to take away our teeth, our fangs, our nukes. Okay. Our nu- nukes. okay so say, that, say, that, say, that, say that to the tanks and the helicopters, the, the modern advanced helicopters and tanks that you United States is going to bring it to Pakistan. Okay, they're so, not going to bring it. That would be an act of war. What do you think that that's going to aggravate the situation? No, it wouldn't be an act of war because the current government, if I'm talking would, about an extra, no let me finish. Missing. I mean, no one's going to be listening to the government. Let me finish. I'm talking about legally, but act of war is a term that has a legal definition. I don't, I'm not talking about the opinions of a bunch of Islamists, okay? I'm talking about the current official government of Pakistan in, in an extraordinary situation where the government could be turning into a failed state in that situation. The current official government would be opening the doors, will be requesting all everybody and anybody that could co- come help to come in to, the, to Pakistan to help them against these Islamists. So it wouldn't be an act of war because it would be by invitation of the Current regime and the amount of the amount of um, ang- the 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 priority that all these governments would have this would be more less like the invasion of uh, Iraq uh, when um, the late by Bush Jr. It would be more like the Bush Sr. where there was an international coalition when, when Saddam invaded Kuwait. It wouldn't be like when United States by itself went and invaded Iraq. It would be more when they, all the world powers, every all the main world powers united against Saddam with the invasion of Kuwait. It would be like that one. So it would be a lot more um, united, a, a lot more based on cooperation of multiple countries. It would be a lot more organized and it would be a lot more a lot stronger than what happened with the second invasion of Iraq. Okay, I heard your point. Yeah. So I don't think that would be that's feasible. That would aggravate the situation a lot more. The situation would deteriorate overnight. Um, it, that would be presented as the these evil Western forces are coming. Even the liberal Pakistanis are very proud of their nukes. And even they fear the day that, oh, the West wants to take our nukes away. This is the only good thing that we've ever done. We've created. So they don't, you, you don't understand the Pakistani mindset in that case then it doesn't matter it, it does matter because let, let, let me let me tell you so when 
even if the coalition of the government at the behest of the Pakistani government, which by the way, by that point would be totally discredited. Doesn't matter. The people would not. Yeah. So, so what, what, what are you going to do with that 200 crazy people um, just, you know, t- turning the whole country upside down? What are you going to do with them? How are you going to manage them? It's not about managing them. Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, you're saying that uh, we they want our news. Okay. Well, I'm talking about United States internationally, whether they would be justified to do this. I, I don't care about the opinions of, of of a bunch of backward Islamist hooligans. Okay, two hundred million could, people. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They don't have they don't, they don't have tanks. They don't have helicopters. Okay, it's the it the government of Pakistan with its military in this case would be on the side of whoever is there to help them. Okay, death to defeat them. I'm not managing them is going to be absolute nightmare. I know that you could think about that later. But when it comes to all of a sudden them being able to take over the nukes, it would be easy for the government if they if they get in there in time to be able to secure the nuclear sites against a whole bunch of people that don't, don't even have shoes okay oh so, so, so that, that no that's what i said securing the nuclear site the nuclear sites that's what i initially said i thought you're, you're yeah. talking about like or sending in taxes and tanks or something no it would not be done so openly it would be done secretively I'm it would t- never be done I'm not, maybe i'm not explaining myself what i'm trying to say okay i'm talking about what if pakistan is getting close to a failed state when they security so much that the islamists are going to take over i'm i think at that point okay so look at how the world united just because Saddam was invading Kuwait. Saddam was invading Kuwait was not even a major existential threat to the entire planet. This would be Pakistani Islamists taking over the nukes would be a major threat to the entire planet. So you would have the world uniting to try to come in and securing Pakistan. And it doesn't matter if these people are like, oh, we're proud of our nukes. This is much bigger than what these Pakistanis being proud of their nukes and stuff like that. This would be the whole world uniting to try to save the planet. So they don't care about the whole bunch of Pakistanis is thinking like oh we're so I know th- oh gee I got your point even 10 minutes ago what I'm saying is that it's not as simple as you make it out to be that when they go in and they'll be like okay we're gonna secure it I'm saying that would be a state of civil war there no you're you're talking about but I'm not disagreeing with that well I, know, what I you agree see? you don't I know the management part of it is going to be a nightmare I've already said that multiple times that's going to be chaos but I'm just saying that the whole no, that would be threat sad. yeah I agree with you I agree with you that the, well, that that's it would what be I've been War. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm not disagreeing but, but the with simpler, you. But the simpler point would be, no, but I'm saying instead of doing that, the simpler option would be go in, buy some generals, go in, get the new and get the hell out of there. That would be a lot simpler uh, solution to that problem. Instead of just going in there with NATO and Alliance and uh, all the, uh, the whole world. Go in and get the nukes? Like how? You give a million dollars to the general? Like if in that case, like, okay, then um, you just need one person for one of the nukes to just bid higher. Like, I don't understand. You just need no. in that case. If you do that, it would be such a chaotic. Like I don't think you could do that. I don't think it would uh, in the open market in the black market. No, for, uh, America, the governments, the U.S. would be doing that, or the NATO would be doing that. They would be. They, they would already have contingency plans for it. They would already. Talk, they're not gonna. They're not gonna be going to the black market saying, "Hey, that would Abdul, be that would that would cause more problem than solve it." If you're like, "Hey guys, we're buying nukes for a million dollar each," okay? Because you know, in the black market, they are low worth. They're not low gonna more. send an email, okay? <laughs> They, they would already have had it conversation with out. these people. It no, would come out. It would leak. This information would leak. That would be. Yeah, a, that would yeah. make the situation more chaotic.
right. Not less than sending tanks. Okay, so anyway. No, I'm not. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, less than sending tanks. I wasn't talking about sending tanks. Now I'm talking about the, when the things are already. Okay, if you're already at the fail safe situation, yeah, then I'm, talking the yeah. I'm talking about that too. I'm talking about that too. Just when we know that okay, the, this country is going down. So yeah. I'm gonna let, let's move on to that. Let's talk about that because I wanted to talk about this. We spoke about a couple of weeks ago that Pakistan. Should I bring is up what you're having? Economy. Oh no. No, oh, no, no, I'm, no, I'm no. bringing this up. So, so the uh, sorry, the defense minister. Oh, sorry, okay. bring up chat. Okay, so what countries will Pakistan mostly migrate to? Pakistan is mostly migrate to. They'll, they'll go everywhere, of course. They'll go everywhere, of course. The biggest brunt. Iran. Uh, only it, it would be Iran. Shia huh? will go to Iran. Uh, definitely. No, no, people would just go to Iran because the border is the less, the least uh, secure, oh. so it's easier to go through there to Iran. And also because a lot of them would be hoping to go from to Iran to get to Europe. To Europe, yes. So, so it would be go. It, the main thing would be the the first country that is going to experience the main brunt of the migrants would be Iran. And and, and then Pakistanis will say, "Well, the West did this to us, so now we're going to go to the West." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, guys, we are again officially funded by Zionists. Oh. So because these are shekels, we got fifteen shekels. Shekels. So when we, I was going yeah, to say, so when, what is that symbol? I've never seen shekels before. This is Israeli shekel. So when we say, guys, we are funded by Zionists, we're not joking. We're actually Adam has confirmed that he's actually a Zionist and on my previous streams as well. So guys, yeah. So Adam is saying it's always picking between evil and lesser evil in our reality. They'll have to choose between the two. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be complicated. It's not, there's no easy fix for it. Uh, by the way, I'm going to go back to your... But thank you so much for the support from Israel, Adam. Um... And I want to go back to your previous uh, super chat that you got. So when uh, ES said Muslims use too much damn water, and we got a Persian comment in response to that. I know, I know, comments should be only be English, but this time I want to highlight this. Right? So there is no God. Uh, wrote in Persia. <laughs> so he's an atheist. He or she is an atheist, but he's but he's admitting that we got from Islamic culture one thing that we inherited from them, even as ex-Muslims, is that we wash our ass with water <laughs> so <laughs> unlike these barbaric westerners who just wipe without cleaning their asses we actually wash them and then we wipe it clean and that's a lot more hygienic so yeah that is something that that that's we should mention that is one thing that islam got right where is one thing that islam got right so yeah I, well yeah. uh the the japanese really uh, work worked on it though i i love the uh, bidets have you have you have you tried some of them some of them are just amazing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, um, Japan, yeah it, it's just you don't have much control over it like i i like them more the ones with the, the no 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 the shower i hate it so okay so you obviously haven't tried some of the best ones so th there's a joystick on a toilet seat you can yeah. actually move it and you can oh, aim okay. it to the exact spot the g spot of that <laughs> and it's warm you can set the temperature as well and then you, oh. can, you press the button it goes up and it cleans everything and 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 no unnecessary part gets wet. And after that, you press a dryer button and it blows air and then you come out totally dry as if nothing yes. ever happened. So those when I build my next house, I'm definitely getting one. As if nothing ever happened. I like that. I like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting that one. Those ones are amazing. Best one. Um, yeah. Okay, let's talk about um yeah okay 
bring it up. I wanted to talk to you about this because I think last time when we spoke about this imminent default, that economic default that Pakistan is facing, what's going to happen? Uh, last update, or we've been hearing this for more than a month now, that Pakistan's only got $3 billion worth of reserves, forex reserves left, which means it's only uh, around about two or three weeks worth of uh, imports. Um, there are some stalled negotiations. Pakistan is waiting on a billion dollar, $1.5 billion installment from the IMF. Um, but the IMF is saying, well, you've got to do this, you've got to increase this tax, you've got to uh, take away the subsidy, uh, you've got to stop subsidizing um, uh, oil, you've got to stop subsidizing electricity, etc., etc. So uh, apparently there's a deadlock right now. Now, this now this is big, though. Um, Pakistan's defense minister, Khwaja Asif, has said that Pakistan has already defaulted. Now, it could be a bit of a, a bit of an emotional statement, um, but um, he, he, he's not the opposition leader. He, he's in the government right now, so obviously defense minister. So he's saying that there's a lot of talk of people talking about uh, Pakistan is going to default. Uh, forget about this. We have already defaulted, and it's only a matter of time when we're going to default on our payment. Um, so I, I want to ask you, Armin, I, can, I, I have a very vague idea of what happens when default happens. You know, you run out of money, you can't pay the police, you can't pay the bureaucracy, you can't pay the army. Army is the glue that holds the whole of Pakistan together. Uh, so tell me, what is your understanding of if Pakistan says, sorry, guys, I don't have money to pay for your oil. Now, oil is another funny one. This, this is a bit interesting. It's, it, it's not going to be that simple. So I, I hope you know this, that oil delivery might not stop because Saudi Arabia has this habit of, okay, putting giving oil to Pakistan in advance on deferred payment. So oil, okay, our petrol pumps might not go dry. But there's so many other problems. Like electricity, there's the, the foreign companies that are providing electricity to Pakistan. Pakistan is not able to get, uh, to pay them. Then uh, not a, uh, I, I think about a month ago, uh, Pakistan went without electricity for a whole for, for a whole 24 hours. Um, so what happens? Tell me, tell me what happens if there is a default we, we have no cash? What happens? So you would have to renegotiate your debts, right? Because you have to pay for things, right? There's no way not to pay for it. Um, the problem is that when you default, next time you need to borrow money, it's going to be at a much higher interest rate because you're going to be uh, considered a lot more riskier, even the more than before. Um, and because now you need to borrow and it's going to be, the borrowing is going to be on a much less favorable terms, uh, the people who are lending you money would require to see you taking a lot more austerity measures than before, or else they're not going to lend you money. So even if you want to act like tough and like, no, no, we're not going to bend our knees to these Western like IMF or other um, international bodies that are going to be lending money, the end of the day is that they're not, it, it doesn't make sense for you, for them to give you the money until you they see that you make the changes for them to be able to be guaranteed that they're going to get paid back, right? Um, so not, the, the money that you haven't paid back, um, you know, the it's going to be the same institutions that you now need to go and ask for money and they're going to want to see their, their the rest of their money back so they're going to come in oh yeah so they're going to have to come in to the they're going to have to really uh be having a hands-on approach on your economy um it's you have to choose between not paying for things right and letting the whole country collapse and no country actually has that option or letting the people who are going to give you money to come and have a hands-on 
an approach on how you run your economy for them to be guaranteed that they're going to make the money back. And it's going to be very, very, very painful, right? Because first of all, they want to see their money back and they want to see a lot more interest because they're making a much riskier investment. So they're going to have to come in and they're going to have to, going to cut, cut, cut on a lot of government expenses. A lot of, and people are going to hate it. People are going to hate their government because a lot of the things that the government will have to cut for them to be able to show the people who are lending them money to show them that they are going to be able to pay them back. A lot of them are going to be things that people consider essential, like essential government service. So it's going to be extremely painful. Yeah. So we know um, the Sri Lanka defaulted well, last year uh, or the year before, but it's still there. So what is this talk of when people say that, okay, well, the country might disintegrate? So in, in the context of Pakistan, what? what so so the, the, these are the standard procedures that you told us. So they would come in, as I said, they would say, stop subsidizing or stop subsidizing electricity. Um, okay. They might even force Pakistan to, hey, cut your military budget. They might do that. Okay. Okay. Then what? In the context of Pakistan, if the military weakens, wouldn't that be, some people might say, isn't that a good thing that we might, you know, be, because they've created this false belief um, in average, in an average Pakistani that India is going to swallow you. India is going to destroy you if we don't have a strong military. So um, if they force them to, hey, cut, cut down your military budget, what, what's going to happen in Pakistani context? So you might know more this uh, than uh, you might be the best person to answer this because um, I, do you think so with regards to Indian being a threat I think that's mostly in Pakistan that's a fear mongering thing yeah. India is not going to invade Pakistan um, maybe this is going to force Pakistan to like, take a less hostile position towards India so that might actually end up being even a good thing because they don't have the um, but I am worried if a less strong um, Pakistani military is going to be less effective over internal threats to Pakistan so unlike what Pakistan I consider the threats to Pakistan not to be India I consider the, pa- the greatest threats to Pakistan to be Pakistan itself right so I do I do I wonder how much um, if the Pakistani military is a lot less uh, funded than it is right now would it still be able to maintain its control over its own mil- you know Islamic radical militant groups compared to before but well, the militant groups have been obviously Pakistan has supported or created the and then Pakistan has let them go. Um, they, they haven't been well. India does well, see that that that's why it's difficult. It's just institutionally Pakistan has done this over long periods of time, especially post uh, first Afghan war, Afghan war. Um, they, and then they did this um, Zarbul. Uh, I forgot the name of the operation, but uh, when they cracked down on uh, these uh, Pakistani homegrown terrorists back in 2014, after that Shawar Army School was attacked. And then they pull away and then they start using them again. They started, they, then they created TLP in 2016, 2017, or even before that, but that's when they started using them um, for their political gain. Um, so I, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, th- there are some businesses that Pakistan uh, army runs. They're called Foji cereals, Foji cements, Foji whatever. Foji means army. Um, so, so they do have these businesses from which they uh, draw a lot of money. But then obviously, Obviously, uh, it's not end all and be all. They, they, they need, they, they obviously need proper. They, they need a big chunk of their um, budget from from the Pakistani government. I, I, I don't know. To, to be honest, like I, I don't understand. Like I mean, there's this guy. Look at this. This guy saying. Um, um, Pakistan army can uh, no no not this one this one that's stupid yeah 
I, I, I don't know. I, this, this guy could be a troll. I don't know. He might not be real. Uh, I think it's the same angry. guy you banned last time. He's angry. That's why he's back. Um, but okay. yeah, uh, let me just say something. I do. Um, I do think that uh, it's a lot cheaper operations that a, a gov um, that an army needs to fight insurgency groups, right? And rebels, and is a lot cheaper to fund those compared to um, the equipment and the um, operations you need for full on war with another nation like India, right? So I think if Pakistan just is l a little bit less hostile to India and oh, yeah. more focused on stability within Pakistan, that actually would save it a lot of money. But imagine in an alternative universe where India and Pakistan were actually allies, how much beneficial this would be because it would be within the best interest of India to see stability in Pakistan. And oh, yeah. if India and Pakistan were so hostile to each other, India could be a major ally to Pakistan to fight its Islamic uh, rebel groups, you know? This would be a, a, a major point of cooperation between these two neighboring countries. I mean, and and it could it could be even an excuse to even bring them closer to get together. But unfortunately, we don't live in that world. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a very expensive rivalry. Uh, and this is a battle that Pakistan can never... This is a war that Pakistan can never win against India. I mean, that's just... Um, uh, when you're saying that they could, have they, they could have fought against Islamic radicalism, that would have happened had Pakistan recognize there is such a thing as Islamic radicalism. Pakistan formed on the basis of religion, on the basis of Islam. So that's why the, the first and foremost preference or hero was Islam. So uh, that that was going to take them a very long time to recognize that this could be a problem. Then some would say they still haven't recognized that it is a problem. Islam is the problem of Pakistan. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Look how accurate I was just with few comments. I'm Pakistan Defense Force. I, you're so predictable. I just by yeah, a few is. comments, I could. It was the same guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I blocked him last week. <laughs> oh, by the way, po uh, Polar Bear saying, uh, laughing at what I said, India and Pakistan allies. I yeah. said in an alternative universe. That's because no, I, I, think I, I, I think you got that. No, he's just joking about that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay. imagine that. Okay. Uh, also, the <laughs> wait, where's this comment by Dorna? Is it true, Rashid? Are you angry? Do you need a hug? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right. So... Look, at look, look, look at this idiot. Like this guy. I think. I think he's just. A 15 year old kid i mean yeah. Yeah, i, I, I want to talk to him actually he should come to my show and maybe talk to me sometime you're, you're saying that pakistan have talked about islamic extremism many times what so is that why the pakistan army created tlp is that why pakistan army created the mujahideen is that why the pakistan then ended up getting t uh, ttp okay pakistan did not create ttp but it it is the offshoot of uh, the afghan taliban the everything that you look at it's created by pakistan you idiot you're so freaking stupid that you you the first part of your sentence doesn't match with the with the last part of your sentence and that is the only reason for that is because you are a blind nationalist idiot who has never stepped foot outside of his country and he has never thought outside of the box that's the only reason and the more you stay in that mindset the less um, uh, intelligent you'd ever become. You, you just cannot go on that way. And and you you guys are the typical problem. Look look how far your mindset has has gotten you. Look how far you've gone. You 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 were stupid yesterday. You're stupid today, and you will remain stupid for the rest of your life if you keep thinking that way. By the way, you got a super chat. 
um, from Arjun saying, do I look like Armin? I don't know how to respond to it. No, you don't. Arjun, now, uh, uh, now, Arjun, you look like a Bollywood hero. Follow oh, me on okay. Instagram. The, the, this guy does look like a Bollywood hero. Um, well, thank you for the super chat to Harris. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just always... It's a strange question. Thank you. Um, okay, so okay, so we have a Nazi question. Do you want to see that? Oh, I don't understand how these people can justify the position. How should state this... government deal with this? Neo-Nazi messages... Neo-Nazi messages keep appearing on buildings all over Florida. Oh, I so, don't know that. Did you hear about this? No. So I don't know why. So. Oh, so they're projecting it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my hey, God! It's oh they project. Uh, if you guys want, you can super chat your message on what you want in the building. <laughs> so they put they're projecting a message in the building that says uh, J E W S did nine eleven and the FBI helped. It's like projected. So they're on Florida. They're putting. Oh, this has music. I should play that. Horrifying uh, neo-Nazi messages. Oh my God, this one. Uh, J-E-W-S are wrecking the USA. So this was projected on another building. Okay, yeah, so I don't know. So the question is, so why is this happening? It's weird. I don't understand how these people can justify their position. Uh, this is a question by D. D, like, I don't know what you expect from people. Have you met people? Oh. Have you met people? <laughs> people worship Andrew Tate. People believe in Matrix. People believe in all sorts of wacky things of course i'm i'm there's nothing surprising surprising about that the only the only thing surprising is that they're still doing it and they haven't been caught and i don't think they would even be caught about that like i mean it's just uh i mean it's this this would actually be tricky i mean could they actually be charged with anything because they're not actually uh, vandalizing any property there's no graffiti or anything because if they were doing that then you could actually throw these vandalizing charges at them but if they're projecting something i don't think that anything can be done what do you reckon um, I'm not I mean, is it? Um, I'm always for free speech, but I think free speech doesn't mean that you have a right to an audience. So if you're forcing your content on somebody, somebody could issue a complaint. You know, so um, if I find your messages, um, you know, a kind of harassment, something that is hurting people so when you say that i have free speech that means you are allowed to say it in a, in anywhere you want as long as it's not being forced upon somebody right this is being forced upon us and it's bothering you can see as a jew this is bothering me so i want to issue a complaint no right? but so for example i can say there is no god and nobody or and islam is false and that's free for me to say if i go stand in front of a mosque and people as people coming out and say like hey islam is false islam is false that's that should be somebody who should be able to file a complaint against me because I'm harassing people. They don't want to hear that. I should be able to... A freedom of speech doesn't mean that you have a right to an audience, okay? If I go in a mosque and I say like, hey, there is no God, Islam is false, they should be able to kick me out. If they, if you project a message in a, in a place where that people don't want to see, in a place where people can't get away from it, that is forced, that is not freedom of speech, that's you forcing your content upon people who don't want to see it. People should be able to opt out of, out of your content. So I think that's a, that would be a reasonable complaint to have. Mm. I heard how we ex-Muslim are often lumped in with them yes let's talk about that then i but wanted it, to was it like, but before we go do you think that was a fair answer to okay all right let's talk about uh, this question super chat what is it with, the, with who with anti-semite we don't get lumped up no no no, no no not with anti-semites but um but some far right wing people we do get lumped in with them sometimes islamophobes far right wing yes. tommy robinson robert spencer these kind of people this is what i, I was going to bring it up um so 
look at this one. We, I, I always said that there will come a time when people will start pushing back against people like Daniel and Kikachu. They've gone next level. This is like next level self-destruct button. That, you know, we say to these guys that, hey, Islam supports child marriage. This is horrible. A decent person says, no, 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 sorry. There is no Islam mar uh, child marriage in, marriage in Islam. There's no sex slavery in Islam. No, no. Back. People try to make excuses for it. People say that, oh, no, no, no. You're misrepresenting our religion. And then we try to show them the evidence. No, no, look, it, it happened here, here. It's what's written in the Quran or the Hadith, the Seerah, whatever. But then people like Daniel Akikachu come and they say, yeah, so he says child marriage is wholesome. Daniel Akikachu said that in my debate. He says that if you empower women, then they're going to make, uh, then they're not going to make as many babies as is sufficient to keep the humanity going. So his solution was don't empower women. He said in the West, women are, uh, have become wage slave and they get, they also get abused by the employers because they have to work nine to five or have two jobs. So this is akin to getting abused by your husband. So may as well get abused by your husband at least. He said these things, literally. And then there's some idiot Muslims, oh, you got destroyed by him. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe I am destroyed by him. It's like the guy saying, so anyway, so I always said that th there would come a time when decent Muslims will come out and they would say, no, sorry, this religion, this guy is saying from his own mouth that his religion is terrible. So this woman recently has, has just started speaking against him. This woman, Safiya Sabrin, she's saying, Daniel Akikachu has been exposed finally. He claims that the prophet hit his beloved wife, Aisha. There is that hadith. This is a Bukhari hadith where he did actually push her, but I've never really said that, that this is actually hitting. Um, I mean, he's probably shoving. Uh, Muhammad himself, apart from that incident, there is no record of him ever hitting his wives or his concubines. But there is plenty, there are plenty of, um, there's, there's plenty of evidence for um, Umar beating up his wives and other people's wives and even the sister of Abu Bakr, etc. Um, so she says, to call the holy prophet a wife beater is an insult to him. And to insult him is blasphemy. Tell me how this is any different from what evil Islamophobes say. So she created this meme. Look at this. Look who's in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> AP, David Wood, Ayana Ali, myself. And then what this guy said, where, oh, you, you deleted that comment. Where's that, where, where, where's that message? Oh, oh. I removed it. So this is what yeah, he meant by like, we get lumped in by people like that. Robert Spencer. Look at this. He's in there as well. So um, so I, I, guess, I guess that's what he meant by that. And that's why I remembered. But anyway, my point is, so this woman has been challenging um, Daniel and Kikachu. She said that there's going to be a debate or there was a debate or something. I, I don't know if that debate was on Twitter or something. She got attacked. And by the way, there's not some lipstick Muslim. Look at this. She's a proper hijabi uh, Muslim. I don't know if this is a real photo or not, but anyway. I think, that is I think... not pop. That is not at all proper by Daniel Hegaju standards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, of course. not even close. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Whatever. But, but by our standards, she's, she's a conservative Muslim. But anyway, she got trolled so much that she turned off her messages. <laughs> but but she's not slowing down. She's going at um, Muhammad Hisha, uh, sorry, uh, Daniel Hakikachu. Uh, and looks like she's going after D Javad Hashmi as well. It just starts the conventional pluralist, universalist, one that equates all religions. So whatever, so whether I pray my salat or bow before Jesus or read the Torah, are these all equal? I don't think it does. That. But anyway, so so anyway, so so I think it's it's interesting. Uh, there's another um, Twitter war going on between Mufti um, Yasir Al-Wajidi and some Indian Bollywood liberal Muslims because an actress just um, uh, got... Sorry, let me start again. Okay, so don't quote me on this, but anyway, so there was an inter-religious marriage between an Indian celebrity, uh, 
two Indian celebrities, Muslim and a Hindu woman. Um, and apparently the Hindu woman hasn't actually said that she's converted to Islam. So Dr. Wad, so a lot of liberal Muslims have been saying, hey, wonderful. This is amazing. So beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But then he says, Dr. Wajdi says, what the hell? This is not real Islam. You cannot um, uh, sanction this marriage. Don't misguide the youth, blah, blah, blah. So you get, uh, so this woman, another liberal Indian Bollywood artist, she's saying, who are you? Someone designated by Allah to judge others. We are answerable to Allah and only to Allah, to each, each to his own, each to their own. Tell someone asks for your opinion, keep it to yourself and be a good Muslim. He goes, I'm a person who liberals like you hate the most. I'm a person who frequently expo exposes a false interpretation of Islam by the likes of you. I'm a person who will speak up again uh, whenever um, RJ's, I don't know what RJ, start interpreting, or oh, reformists, I think, start reinterpreting Islam. You keep yourself to entertainment business and leave Islam to experts. So he's been, they, these guys have been going at each other, liberal Muslims versus uh, traditional classic Muslims like Nadeem Majdi. Uh, obviously, this woman I just showed you uh, going, uh, pushing back against Hakikachu's narrative. So I think this is, this is interesting. And you, you know who I'm supporting in this fight? The conservative ones. Because I agree with their interpretation. Even though I, I agree with the, I, I want to live in the world created by these lipstick Muslims. But I am saying, hey, Dr. Wajdi is right. He's actually right. Islam doesn't allow you to marry polytheist women. It doesn't allow you. So who are these lipstick Muslims that come and they say, hey, you know what? I have, I have married this beautiful Hindu woman and, you know, our religions mean peace. It's all about love. Let's just hug and kiss and make babies. You don't have to convert to you. My religion, I don't have to convert to you. Bullshit! This is not what real Islam is. The real Islam doesn't allow you to do it. So, and stop shoving it down, down our throats, your liberal lipstick rosy version of Islam. That's not what it is. And that's what people like Hakikachu tell them. That's why I agree with you, Hakikachu. Hakikachu is right. Islam does support child marriage. Islam does support concubinage, sex slavery, wife beating, multiple wives. Uh, the, the, the companions of the Prophet did beat up their wives. It's all, it's all in their own sources. And these are the guys that lipstick Muslims don't want to believe in. They, they, they have their own rosy version of Islam. Someone has to go in and burst the bubble. And that's, and, and that's why I stand with Dr. Wisely. I think I retweeted one of his tweets. I said, hey, he's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, I, think, I think in the coming years and decade, we're going to see that. Um, a, a couple of really big name, big with huge Twitter following, people have retweeted Mufti Wisely and, and said that, hey, it's people like Mufti Wajdi that make non-Muslims hate Islam. I'm like, it is what it is, guys. Yeah, it is what it is. Perfect. I love this fight. I'm, I might actually make videos covering it. Thank you for bringing it to my pretty, pretty good. Um, okay, so we have another uh, question. Last question, last patron question. Okay. But I just wanted to also mention that, uh, hold on, let me explain that one. Fit. I posted a link on the community tab of Secular Jihadist YouTube channel for only the YouTube members of Secular Jihadists be able to see the link. So if you click the link, you should be able to come I up. I should give it to my members too. Yeah, go yeah, that's fantastic. Let me send you the link. I always no, no, wanted you to do that. You never did that. Okay, yes. So now if you are a YouTube member on Secular Jihadist or on Harris, Sultan's YouTube, uh, YouTube channel, whether or not, uh, whichever member you want, which one, whichever of these channels you're a member in, you should be able to go to the community tab of the channel on YouTube and you should be able to see the link and you should be able to come up. 
using that link if you want to talk to me or Harris or both. So um, let's look at this last question on Patreon. Have you seen the mess in the United States over this whole uh, train debacle? Over oh yes, yes. Where was it in 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 Ohio or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The, the, there was a train crash and there was like some gas i think that came out and everything right um and it was a hazard and now a whole bunch of fish are dying so now this is the latest update thousands of dead fish and contamination in waterways how the ohio train uh, derailment is affecting the environment so the question regarding this is oh no where's the question here the question is should ohio residents trust the apa who claimed the area is safe after the chemical burn from the train derailment I I don't think I should we should be answering that question mm. <laughs> what should I say we're not like I have no expertise in this I mean I would assume the EPA is the expert here so I would appeal to the experts but if I say something and then you guys I don't know I don't want to be responsible for anybody suffering so I don't think I should be the person wait are you maybe the person who's asking I think you should I don't want to say do do your own research because that makes me sound like a conspiracy theorist but you, I would assume that the EPA is probably telling the truth because they have the expertise, but I don't know. I would have to do, again, is there an alternative way to say, go there do isn't. your own research so that we don't sound like the... No, there isn't. There, yeah. No, there isn't. So uh, I, 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 I would go by, oh. yes, you should be trusting EPA, but still you should keep your distance. Um, I, I, I so, so the don't go near these affected rivers for now. I mean, obviously that would not be a good idea. Stay away for as long as you can. But within reason, of course. I mean, if you live there, there's not much you can do then. Um, but I don't. I don't think EPA. Yes, they would not tell you everything. I mean, again, now I, I might sound like a conspiracy theorist. They might be, because I don't want to spread chaos and panic. But under no circumstances you should think that EPA would be. You know, uh, they uh, they want you to get sick, for example, because there's going to be a lot of lawsuits afterward if somebody does get sick. Um, so, but again, like uh, safety is better than. Um, uh, what's that? What's the word? Prevention is better than the cure. So stay away from it. Avoid it as much as you can. Um, but yeah, it is. It is terrible though. I, I I saw some videos. I saw some. Um, I saw a lot of people who were angry and upset, and they were saying that oh, it's going on. Who knows? I well, look. There's no right. There's no easy way to answer it. <laughs> okay. So D is also saying people's pets are also dying. There are videos all over YouTube. Yet EPA is saying all as well. Um, yeah. So I don't know. You need to get out of there. <laughs> I mean, stay away, obviously. I mean, I, but okay, but if okay, so here's this is very interesting, okay? Because with with COVID stuff, right? We had um, Center of Disease Control, right, saying telling people that do this, do that, and people were saying that on watching on YouTube and other people were like, no, they're lying. Officials are lying to us. There, and this is the actual news. And we we were like making fun of them, and we were saying like, no, obviously you guys are wrong. You should listen to the experts and stuff like. That. But now, are we hypocrites, Harris? If now the EPA is saying something and we're like, but no, but people have videos of pet their pets dying and now the fish is dying. And what um and maybe the EPA is wrong, maybe the EPA is lying, maybe they're hiding information. Do we not sound like those people who are saying don't listen to the CDC? Is this is are we hypocrites? Do we have double standards? No, there always has to be common sense. For example, when they when, when there is for example, there's wartime, right? So obviously I'm following this you Ukraine Russia war and the amount of propaganda Russians are spreading uh, in Russia and um, you know the way they're just trying to recruit people um, uh, for the war effort is is just 
totally mind-numbing. And I'm thinking, if I apply the same logic that we usually apply in our day-to-day lives here in the West, then we would be like, yeah, you know, there are Nazis there. Yeah, yeah, we need to fight for the motherland, blah, blah, blah. And then we, we might enlist ourselves and then we'll be dead within five hours <laughs> being at the front. But come back uh, to this comparison that I yeah, just yeah. made. No, no, yeah. the, the, so the, no, this is what I'm saying. So... And then, so you still got to use common sense. For example, there is a catastrophe. There's no deny. There's no denying of that. This is real. It is happening. So the common sense would be try to stay away as much as you can. You're not just going to take everything the government tells you. You just but can't you take. You can't I appeal to that. common sense because the people who were anti-vax, right? They were also. Uh, we were like, no, no a... appeal to. The... Hold on, let me finish. They were. We were saying appeal to expert analysis, and they were like, no, I rather appeal to my common sense. And like well your common sense is not good enough so maybe appeal to the experts instead right so this is a similar situation people you can't rely on people's common senses um so here's how i would separate these two okay i i would say that this is a mischaracterization of what people like what people like us were saying we weren't saying just blindly follow the cdc we we like look looked into it it's not just like oh the experts have said so so just follow blindly right you you still do some analysis you still be, be skeptical about it and then after you look into it you you see like the people who are um the arguments against the expert narrative seem to be baseless and there doesn't seem to be um a much um, a, a strong um expert contradictory an, uh, opinion against the cdc uh, the central disease control um analysis so, so you have an almost unanimous agreement among experts about what their whole that vaccines are good and that they, most of the rec- uh, recommendations are good so we you you don't just follow the experts um what some blindly. part of the experts blindly right you look into it and you come up with a conclusion you apply Occam's razor right yeah but then so, they, they would say we, but then they would say that we no, i have looked into it and i'm i'm, I'm finding no, no. results that are opposite to what you're saying no 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 but we, even when we look into it we look into contradictory expert analysis that's our what are saying like for and for example what we're seeing here maybe the epa is saying something but it's not like every expert opinion right so we have people talking about the fish dying the pet dying are we going to see other people who are experts coming out against the APA. So I don't think it's going to be as unanimous and clear cut as what we had with the vaccines. I think we're going to have a more diverse range of opinions when it comes to uh, this situation over here. So I don't think they're equivalent. So yeah, no. So so it goes back to my point that this is yeah. common sense in a way that you using your common sense can also predict that there would be uh, the disagreement would be a lot more diverse. There would be a lot more disagreement by the experts. So we can tell because this is ground zero, right? So um, uh, after Chernobyl, whether experts told you to go there or not, I think the the smarter thing would be don't go there. So right now, you should try to put as much distance between yourself and uh, the ground zero. That's what I would say. And obviously wait for the experts to come out. I would not go as far as saying that the experts would deliberately lie. Um, they would not tell well, the whole truth. They would not tell the whole truth uh, to, to stop um, uh, the chaos. Um, but they're not going to lie because these things will always come back and bite you because there's, there's lawsuits afterwards and these people will, ha- will have to be answerable. Um, if somebody, if people die, especially if, when people die, then no, anyone who lies now would not be able to to get away uh, from it so yeah I, I i would say put as much distance 
Okay, that 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 would be my comment at this point. But obviously, yes. it's uh, it's unavoidable in some cases. I mean, what if you're only two miles away from it? Um, so we got two separate chat and super chats, and we have Vikram up here. So I'm just going to first uh, quickly highlight the super chats. You got a super chat uh, by Arjun saying, "Just a normal day in Ohio." That was regarding this. I don't think that's normal for Ohio, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and we got another two. You got another two pound super chat saying, "Do they not see that we derail?" train we derail the trains that's a is that a chronic verse <laughs> i think he's just making it <laughs> that, that, that's it actually a good joke that's a good yeah. joke yes because the quran does say like do they not see that we're the ones see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's i like yeah I'm, I'm gonna start speaking more like the quran do they not see okay this point was good um uh, they're downplaying it uh or, or maybe i'm downplaying it um no no they yeah, are downplaying I, it. I i think they would downplay I think they would downplay it, but they Why? would not downplay it to a point where, um, uh, where, 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 where it could cost lives. Um, what would be the? Why would the EPA like? What would be in the? What benefit do they get? Out of downplaying it, why, why would they have a bias towards downplaying it? To, to just to make sure that the that there's no chaos, people aren't just spreading. Because we do live in these um, in this world where there's just you know people just go crazy, put a tinfoil hat, and they start spreading rumors and the conspiracies. Um, so that I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking. I I haven't thought. I'm sure if the EPA, I'm almost sure that if the EPA is wrong, there will be experts like credible experts, not like YouTubers and bloggers coming out and calling it out right so i think we should just wait no but let's just think about it why would they downplay it though that's a good question why why would they other than uh, you know like but that's not a good enough reason to hey look there's going to be chaos so screw that i mean the the human life is more important than anything else you know from that's why i always like the best position right when from people like us in situations like this is like i have no idea what's going on (laughs) I don't like. I think that's the position. I think it's not taking a side. You should just no. They don't. No, that's the problem. People should be comfortable with not knowing. They keep like I need getting cancer. Well, you don't. You don't have an answer. What are we gonna do? Just getting cancer? No, no. No, but in in a situation like this, what should I do? Should I move away from it? Like, should oh, I get Airbnb or something? Given that you don't, know, you okay. given that you don't know what's happening, get out. But whether what's yeah. is the EPA lying? We don't know. Is better are safe than sorry. For I guess. real? I mean, is maybe maybe the fish hole dying? Maybe it's a, it's just an accident that is happening at the same time. See, here, here's the thing: conspiracy theories sometimes happen because things always happen um, randomly. But when something major happens, all of a sudden people connect things that would have was going to happen at that time anyways people start noticing a whole bunch of accidental things more do you know what i mean so maybe like fish dying or your pet dying was not uh, an unusual thing but because a major event happened happened a lot of people are just going to connect these things a lot more and they're going to post it more on facebook like the same number of pets always die but now people are sharing it more on youtube because a major event happened okay so maybe it's that i don't know right maybe it's just uh, people's conspiracy minds connecting things together or maybe it's actually connected okay so given that you don't know which one is correct get the hell out of there right but don't make a claim that this is actually connected because again people need answers well sometimes we don't have it and we should be comfortable with that and say i have no idea mm, yeah sorry but this was a bad segment i had no idea i was just speaking from my backside <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I get, but but this is why i said if i was there if i was in the near vicinity i would try to be as far away as possible okay. i'll go live with my family members for a while for a month or whatever like if i have someone if you have obviously if it's if it's possible just put as much distance 
distance between yourself and the ground zero as possible. That's what I would say. I would be skeptical towards what EPA has to say as well. Because, you know, like, I mean, your heart tells you something. Like, if you see, hey, geez, my pets died. So D is giving us an uh, incentive saying, because they yeah. chose to burn the chemicals to get the train. Yeah. Or to get, so let me read it. Because they chose to burn the chemicals to get the, uh, get the trains, trains moving, moving again, ASAP, there may have been a safer way to contain it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so there's a bit there's a bit of a cock up so there could be a uh, yeah who knows i don't know so we don't know okay all right, all right. I want to talk about Andrew Tate. Okay, so yeah. you want to bring let's Vikram bring, up first? Okay, Vikram. let's bring Vikram as well because Vikram used to oh, be Andrew Tate's fan. No, 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 no. I was never a fan. Never. I was a neutral on Tate. Okay. All right. All right. So maybe, maybe we'll let's just uh, let us just. Uh, that's what. That's what the fans. That's what the 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 fans who are shy about being a fan say. Yeah. Like so it, you know, I'm not a fan, but I think people are being unfair to him. I think this, he has some I'm, good points here. I'm, I'm not saying, a fan. It's an interproven guilty kind of thing, you know. Like people do that. People, that's what people said about Trump. But when when it came election day, they voted for Trump. So it could be that Vikram. But let's just hope if you're neutral, let us open your eyes a little bit more. Let's let's hope so. So I played this video not so long ago where Andrew Tate says that he shortchanges uh, his employees, i.e., his victims. It's all on tape. Listen to this. Sure. Oh. Tax. Going back to tax quickly when we talk about the fall audit thing. Tax is also another important element for trolling. You're not going to pay anybody tax because you're getting paid a bit. You don't need to tax any. But you need to tell your girl that you're paying the tax because girls are lazy and girls are stupid and girls don't understand how taxes work. So the girl's working with you and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we've made this much money, but I'm going to pay the tax to make sure we don't get in trouble. She'll sit there and go, okay, okay. Now that allows you to do two things. One, it's another control element. If I work with him, my tax is not a problem. If I do it alone, I have to deal with taxes. Taxes are complicated. The control element. Secondly, it allows you to pay her a smaller percent. So I used to pay my girls 30%. So for every $10,000 they made, I'd give them three and I'd keep seven. They thought they were on 50%. And I said that the disparity is because of taxes. So you're on 50%, but we had to pay the tax first and then it's 50-50. If they say, why is it 50-50? Because I'm the one on camera. You say, because I'm the one typing. I'm the one with the property you're working in. I'm the one paying the bills, the electricity. I'm the one who's, uh, and the electricity and every other maintenance cost of this property. I'm the one who bought the equipment. I'm the one who knows what he's doing. I'm the one with the knowledge. I'm the da 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 Shut the fuck up. Go online. And they should be pretty happy with that if they respect you as a person overall. So really, you're paying 30. You tell them you're paying 50. Difference is in the tax. That's where the disparity lies. Taxi. If, you, if they don't believe you or they want to get fresh or whatever, print out some tax forms. I see this all the time. I used to print out some random tax forms and say, yeah, sign here and sign this. What is it? It's for the tax. You want to pay the tax or not? Okay. And they just sign away. I'm not the fucking signing. I'll throw them away afterwards. But they, they think something's happening. Something real's happening. So he says this openly. I mean, on camera. What is, I mean, this guy is a world-class idiot. But anyway. So there are some Muslims who are just defending him. Initially, again, I think this is in us, Armin, that we just initially take people on face value. We just think maybe they genuinely believe in that. But then something comes out of their mouth and you look at it and then you say, whoa, this is definitely, they have some other agenda behind that. Now you can look into, is it money, cloud chasing? What is it? It could be anything. So there are two guys, Tam Khan, who's an ex-UFC fighter, and Sheikh Suleiman, who's not a Sheikh, like a cleric Sheikh. I think that's just his name. Sheikh Suleiman is a Pakistani. Is he, he the guy who debated Destiny? Yes. And he claims to be a, a lawyer, but apparently some people have raised questions on that too. Um, and he's a very, he's been a vocal supporter 
supporter of um, Andrew Tate. And I'm, I've been looking at him like, okay, but that shows the only reason these guys are defending and supporting Andrew Tate is because he's a Muslim brother. Apart from also, uh, there could be other um, motivating factors as well, such as seeking clout at the back of Andrew Tate's popularity or whatnot. So let, have, a, have a listen to this. Look what he, look how he's defending this element or this claim of shortchanging um, uh, Andrew Tate's lawyers. Have a look at this, how he defends it. There he is. He percent caught, and he gives the example of £10,000. As he's explained, he was given the women 30% caught. 30% caught, and he gives the example of £10,000. So they received £3,000. That's a significant amount of money. And the average person would not have access to this type of money. So again, when you're trying... I mean, are you, are you listening to this? Wow. Wow. So let me... Let me so in his role, let's let's just be clear. So, I hey, never thought these people would be defending this industry like this. <laughs> this look like at him. He's, he's sitting there. He's a serious guy. Look at this. He's defending him. He's oh like, hey, so what? You're still getting paid a lot anyway. So what if I shortchange you by 20%? That's fine. You, you would never make that kind of money. You'll be flipping figures otherwise. And I give the impression of exploitation. These women are making significant money. They're making a huge <laughs> amount of income. Oh, my God. And compare that to the average person in the United is Kingdom this guy the United States. Yeah. yeah. He's only supporting it because he's his Muslim he's brother. He's defending the sex industry wait, because of Andrew T- This is amazing. This is no, no. Amazing. On that, they have a different point. On that, they have a point that he did that before his conversion. So Allah, all the sins will be uh, sins will be forgiven by Allah. So now they claim that our job as his Muslim brother is to get him out of these false allegations because whatever he did are sinful, but they're not crimes according to the Western world. Uh, but I'm just saying, look, when people go crazy, when they, when they, when they just want to uh, means to an end kind of thing, like no matter what happens, we're just going to defend this guy. And then the more they talk, the more stupid they look. He's basically saying, so what? You're, even if you get short pay ch- changed by 20%, who cares? Like you're still making a lot of money. That's basically his argument. Um, can I can I play a devil's advocate? Sure, sure, go for it. Oh, great! <laughs> so here's the rebuttal that I've heard to that. Uh, the Andrew Tate who did the webcam stuff was the old Tate. That was like you're looking at videos from a long time ago. Like we all change in the end. Like some of us were religious back in the days, were atheists now. Similarly, Tate was a degenerate back then. Now he found the truth. You know, he no longer encourages his behaviors. Yeah, I've already answered that. I've already said that. That's the motivation. Has he, has he come out and said that he was wrong about these things? Oh, well, he has kind of said that I'm a Muslim now. I don't believe in these kind of things. But but he yeah, was still. He, but, so. but he was. Still, but he was still. But, but his cam business was still going. His lifestyle. There was no difference in his lifestyle. Um, uh, so obviously that's BS. Did he? No, no. Wait. These kind of things. Did he specifically said that I used to manipulate no. women? No, no. He's never and, said that. Okay. So then, then screw him. Then F no, 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 no. I mean, that, that's not their argument. Their argument is that he was living a life of degeneracy. He converted to Islam. Now he's now, now he's given up his old habits. What he has said that he would obviously would not admit that I was manipulating women or, or, or coercing them into things that they didn't want to do. He's not going to say that, but he's saying that I did live a degenerate life. Um, so there, there are a couple of videos where he does say that, okay, now I'm going to have four wives. <laughs> he's dead. So maybe that's why he was attracted to Islam. Ali Rizvi wrote a very uh, um, good... Okay. Yeah, but if that's that. the argument that he these then why are they going back and defending the things that he did before like no no no, argument, no 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 because Vikram, because those no, are the, uh, sins. Armin is right yeah i agree no no, no because Vikram, no no hold on vikram is saying that 
that was before, right? He's a new man. But the video you're watching is defending what he did before. Because that was not considered crime, according to the Western world. world view. I know, but like this whole practice, they should be calling this out. They could be like, oh, Andrew Tate is a, a good man now. But let me tell you why all of these things were horrible back then. Instead of making videos about sh making excuses for it, they could be like, yeah, I'm not criticizing Andrew Tate now. I'm criticizing the Andrew Tate that was before. And they're telling us why this is. I mean, they would be doing that for everybody else. They would no, be no, calling. If, if I, Here's what I'm saying. If Andrew Tate was an ex-Muslim, these guys would be making videos showing why every single one of these things were horrible and degenerate and indefensible. That's what they would be. Doing. Yes, but not from the criminal point of view. Yeah, I know. I know they would because that's just the, the I way know, I, mind works. I know but. from a criminal, but that would, they wouldn't be making that point at that time. If Andrew Tate was an ex-Muslim, they would be focusing on how horrible these actions are. Yeah, but then they would right, say yeah. the same thing about us. They would say that the only reason you're going after him or paying so much attention is because uh, he's converted to Islam. Had he remained an atheist, no, because you because we have it, we have been consistent. Like we defend Muslims who make good points. You know, we we don't. I'm not that tribal about it. No, we, no, so we actually I, I, we are actually very self-critical. We actually I, I, go I after know, I, No, no, no. I, I, no. I don't buy your point. So what they are saying? You don't, well, I do. I do do that. I do go after. Ex I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this. No, I mean, let me finish my point. I'm talking about this. I'm saying that they're not defending his past actions. They're defending the criminal allegations the against him. They're defending yeah. the criminal allegations against him because they're saying he hasn't committed any. Crime. Yes, he's done these degenerate things, but these degenerate things, degeneracy is not crime in the Western world. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Maybe I'm not explaining what I'm saying. Okay. So there's two there's two games that you could play here. Okay. You could be like, yes, degeneracy. His degenerate actions are bad, but I'm gonna focus on the fact that I'm that whether or not he committed a crime or not, and I'm gonna show you that he did not commit a crime. You could have chosen to spend more time to show why he's degenerate, like they as they say degenerate things are bad or you could have focused making more videos about how the things that he hasn't done were not crimes right but because he's a muslim from the two types of content that you chose to do you chose to go with the why these things were not a crime right i'm saying if andrew tate was an ex-muslim or an atheist yeah, that's fine. instead of a muslim i know but let me make my point okay you would be tribal about it and you would focus on showing how bad his degenerate so-called degenerate things are right they don't hide they, saying, they don't hide the fact about being tribal they, they I say know, that we look after our am, i'm not saying they're hiding it i'm just making a point to the audience about i just want to make this point to the audience that they're so tribal about this right and then if they say like well you are also tribal armin because you would make the same thing you would defend ex-muslims and you would make the same content about against muslims i would be like no i no you're wrong i have consistently consistently gone after ex-muslims for the things that i don't like that they have said that i disagree with you including harris and harris has gone after me as well right yeah, but no, 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 and, not, 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 and, on the, not on that scale. Yes, I have. I have. I actually have more content defending Muslim rights than most Muslimic channels. So I am not, not, I'm not tribal about it at all. Yeah, but they're saying that, okay, no, but if they, they would focus on this because these things now, as, as far as sin part is concerned, we'll deal with that later. We'll propagate that later. But our Muslim brother is in trouble. So we're going to help him out because they believe in their mind that these I are false allegations. Anything that we disagree, Harris. I know. I'm just highlighting. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. No, no, wait, 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 wait. No, we got I'm, that. I'm we know what you're saying. Wait, wait, why are you? Oh, wait, I've got, I've got another one to talk about. Yeah, and and, and I want, and I, and I want, come, I, 
calm down I want, when I'm trying to make my point. I know your point. I'm trying to make my point right next to it. Let's, you said I'm going to wait so... 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, okay, finish. I, I did. I was just responding to you being hostile about making my point. Hostile? Yeah, okay. I don't know why. I don't know why you get so bothered. I, I was. I listened to you. When you, make, Harris, when you make your point, I, I patiently wait for you to make sometimes take 15 minutes to finish your point. I didn't take I me five minutes to make my point, and you get so impatient so fast about it. Maybe, you, saying, maybe you have a patience. We're going in the same problem. circle. We're going in the circle. We, we get it. You're saying that they're being tribal. We are not tribal. Okay, we get it. We'll yeah, move but, on to the next one. I know, but I was, I'm was. i now making a different point because you weren't okay. getting what I'm saying, and then I had to clarify it, and then you realize that I'm making the same point, and then you said I got it. But because you were being... Guys, can I bring up another argument? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw, there's a woman who came out. She made a video. No, but no, be, 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 before you go there, Vikram, what do you think about this? Like, do you think, so you made that point about him, um, uh, uh, why they're defending him, but how do you see this defense of Sheikh Suleiman? Do you think that was appropriate? <laughs> so what? Uh, you're getting paid 20%, 30%, whatever. You're getting paid a lot more than you would have been paid, getting paid otherwise. At I mean, from uh, Sheikh Suleiman's perspective, I understand why he does it because in like look for example like the biggest one of the biggest youtubers out there when it comes to that space so hamza was an atheist andrew tate basically convinced him to go back to islam right so from that guy's perspective it makes sense that like tate is a force for good ultimately even despite his flaws no so so he so he, it's okay to lie for him and just make bs excuses it's like we are utilitarians here right like uh, it's a... no, he, no he's not islam, he in islam you're not you're not supposed to be utilitarian you're just supposed to speak the truth all the time well actually there's takia i don't know so yeah you can't like, like, is, is the ultimate good man he's sacrificing himself so that the other people <laughs> go to heaven right yes okay by the way darko has a good point because um he's admitting live if they want to say that he didn't he's not doing anything illegal he hasn't done anything illegal he just told you on camera that he's doing tax evasion like he said that he, he doesn't have he doesn't pay the tax because he's getting paid in crypto well you have to pay the tax even if you get paid in crypto that doesn't make it so i don't know why he recorded that that seems like the dumbest thing to do and if you say by the way the, the the when it comes to tax people don't buy the idea that you're playing a character if you admit that you, you if you come and say on video that you are committing tax fraud the the tax collectors are going to use that against you the whole really? argument of this was yeah if, the whole argument that i was just playing a character is specific to tax is that specific they to are, tax only? They're insane about how how um, how aggressive they are when it comes to you. Is it, but that only in America or Romania or everywhere? Obviously, you're talking about IRC. It's, it's, yeah, mostly America. But my understanding is that governments are pretty pretty insane when it comes to the tax collection things right so yeah i mean yeah if you get paid you need to pay tax if you get if you get paid in anything if you get paid in eggs you have to pay taxes on it if you pay, get paid in like if you get paid in rocks you have to pay taxes on it you can't get away from that yeah so. i was listening to his uh, international pr lawyer so that he hired this american woman uh to defend him on lbc and to every question this woman was throwing at him she was like and every statement she every misogynistic every terrible horrible statement that uh, she was reading out to him um, of andrew tate that woman kept saying well it's just uh, he was just playing a character he was 
just playing a character. And then she made, drew a very interesting analogy. She said, well, it sounds to me, she said, I wasn't aware of what you're reading out to me. I wasn't aware Andrew Tate said that, but she said that it sounds to me that you're reading the lyrics of some rap song, you know, bitch this, ho this, blah, 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 of this. So, he's, and then she made a good point. She said, would you start arresting rappers for saying this kind of thing? But again, the point is, he's not being arrested for saying these things. He's being arrested. He's been arrested for um, sex trafficking, coercing women, forcing them, controlling them, obviously tax evasion, all that kind of things. But in 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 the court of public opinion, he, a lot of people are hoping that he goes down, he goes away for 20 years because of his statements. Like, yeah, uh, I know as it relates to the jokes he made, like the, the thing about like how if, if a bitch comes up to you with a, a, a sword or whatever, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that. yeah. That, like that's yeah. a joke, right? And we're all like free speech people here. So it's like, oh. I don't know. It's just jokes. I it's I don't like these jokes, but I don't know. No, no, you can't. You can't really so casually brush it off, though. Yeah. If, if I say, so with, if, if I say jokingly that, yeah, you know, guys, what I just did in my free time, I like, and then I don't want to say it on YouTube, and I, then I mention a crime. <laughs> you can't come out and defend me with the free speech like that. That yeah. might need to be investigated. With with, with pe- people forget that. I mean, the, the, these definitions of free speech are they're constantly being revisited. Uh, because because free speech was not that much of a threat. Um, this illusion of free speech, I would I would call it an illusion just for a second. This illusion of free speech was allowed to flourish because throughout, ever since these ideas started uh, a couple of hundred years ago, people did not have means to express their opinion to such a huge number that it, that it could ever become a problem. We had editorial policies, we had uh, the printing press, and then, you know, like, oh, you'd have to, you had to work really hard to get there. But now anyone can become an influencer and he can he or she can have a huge voice a huge platform now that's why we need to be a bit more careful as well we always had the press always had to be very strict with their editorial policies they could not like new york times could not write that ha 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 you know we did this uh, and you know generally says that and they say oh well it's not free speech no, the free speech always has some responsibility yes an ordinary joe at the uh, you know at the end of the street he could say something and probably get away with it because there was no harm factor in a way that millions of people were not going to hear it so when he says the when andrew Tate says these kind of things and he might say that okay look i only he became popular because of saying you know it was a, it was a vicious cycle so the more he said things like that the more popular he became and then he had to say it more and then he had to become more popular and as a result he became more popular so uh, it, it, you still have responsibility i mean our audience is nothing compared to what he got but you know like we're constantly looking at what we're saying because it, it it's more than just me casually just making random jokes which could be uh misinterpreted or which could be seen by 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 some young impressionable teenager the so, way the way i look at him it's like you know the story of the fairies in the forest the it's like there's a village where people are sick a doctor is trying to get them to take medicine they don't want to take it so when you saw them like oh there's a fairy in the forest that says you need to take this medicine and now they all take it i kind of mm-hmm. see uh tate as like the fairy in the forest it's like he's like a he has bad beliefs and stuff but a lot of these guys would not start working out would not work on their finances wouldn't like wouldn't work on themselves the way they do if it went for him i don't think so i i spoke to my i, I go to my cricket club there was this uh he, this kid he's tw- i think he's 20 21 uh working out like he's massive uh, he wants to be a pro bodybuilder uh, twice my size um, and, and it just randomly came up 
Andrew Tate. He's like, oh, Harry, he's a top G, Harry. Now, nah, I mean, you know, there's a matrix, you know. So I went step by step and I then sent him some of my shorts as well. Uh, and he's like, yeah, 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 that's all stupid. Yeah, yeah, I don't agree with that. I was kind of like what you said, like I'm neutral. He's like, I, I said, I said, but but then he was saying, no, no, these good things. Like I said, I said, we've been, by the way, he, this guy had been working out for the last couple of years. I said, did you need, did you hear him? So I get it. Do you, do you really anecdotal, need someone like, look, that's yeah. a fallacy, Harris. That's anecdotal. No, no, I'm, no, no. I'm saying that, do you need someone like Andrew Tate to tell you? And again, I spoke about uh, belief clusters. I think, um, but anyway, I think we're, 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 we're already so, spoken about it. So you don't really need. Wait, that. no, no. I want to respond okay, to Victor. Just real quick, super quickly. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I, I don't think like the response to Vikram regarding uh, people listening to Andrew Tate um, exercising more um, is it is to give up one example of somebody who was exercising before. I think their best response to Vikram is like, do you have any evidence for that? That people, do you have any to show that people that he's been responsible for people exercising more? Do you have any stats on that oh there's a youtuber who's like i would his shorts just hop, like popped on my uh youtube and like he was saying how like andrew tate convinced him to look into like uh, but that's what harris said that that's you just responded with one anecdotal evidence with your own anecdotal of it that's not statistics that's not data do you have yeah, any data yeah, to I'm show no one's going to make research on like <laughs> yeah so so then we can't claim that so we can't claim that andrew tate has been responsible for people exercising more given that we don't yeah but then we won't be able to claim that how many people are uh, negatively impacted by him too like the misogyny has spread we won't be able to claim that as well yeah we, i don't claim that i just look at his claims and i like look at the, the, the i just analyze them based on what they are i think we it's can like, may draw a good i think we can draw a good comparison if we if we get like a thousand people say that hey look i changed because of you again albeit i i, I grant you that we don't know how real that is because we're coming across more and more evidence suggests that you know he has hired a lot of bots as well to uh, tweet in his favor to comment in his favor but still his audience was pretty big at one say we know that the, that the hustlers university courses were heavily inflated those numbers were heavily inflated so so yeah i think i think you could be right that that's why we need to trust the system of statistics and data there is no there's i mean unless there is evidence but there was this there was this statement given nope. by the health well, minister I'll, I'll finish my point in there but there was this statement made by uh i think by rishi sunak in uh in the parliament that the government of great britain or united kingdom is putting in two billion pounds to re-educate and eradicate misogyny. And he said that in response to some woman parliamentarian, female parliamentarian in the UK, uh, who said that, oh, look what Andrew Tate has done to our boys. Yeah, and just by the way, like, uh, Destiny's Chinese Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, why are you guys not? Okay, so I don't think is our job is very easy, right? He makes a stupid claim. We look at the claim and we call it out for being stupid, right? And we don't have to, given that how idiotic his claims are, we don't have to make our jobs more difficult by making claims that we can't back it back up, right? So I don't know exactly how much he's influencing people. It's possible that maybe a lot of his, maybe a lot of his stupid fans were already stupid to begin with and he, he hasn't made them any stupid. I don't know. I just like look at what he's saying and I'll tell you why it's idiotic. That's all I have to do so there you go go on yeah, so i was gonna say uh, destiny's chat is watching if you guys want to say hi who's ch- who's watching destiny uh, oh hi guys i emailed him. Yeah. I, d- I emailed destiny I, d- I didn't i didn't hear back from him uh, yeah uh, if you want to I can just text him tomorrow. Anyway, you can, you, yeah, you, you can text. Anyway, so I, I need to move. Yeah. No, next I, point I, I, to bad. Oh, yes. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, go next point to bad. 
Yeah, go on. Next point about. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the. I, yeah, I was gonna make the argument that I don't know if you saw. There's a woman who made a video saying that Tate treated her well. That everything about what the media has been saying about Tate and all the other women and stuff. All again, anecdotal. Why right? are we making the same fallacy over and over again? Okay, if you were treated, let's say, let's assume that she's telling the truth. Okay, you being treated well. We have serial killers that treated other people well. Like are Ava Brown. Like, hey, yeah, if you ask Ava Brown. Like, Oh, this can't. This man cannot be a serial killer. Look, he treated this other person very well. What if you ask Ava him? Brown, if you ask Ava, Ava Brown, how is Hitler? She would say he's an amazing man, the best man who ever lived. You treating one person or a couple of people very well—that doesn't mean that you haven't treated a whole bunch of other people horribly. What? Yeah, dumbest, dumbest argument. Do these arguments fly anywhere? Like, do, do, do people buy so, this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, taters, he, they, they fly he, with taters. He, he couldn't have done that. He treated me very well. You're an idiot. <laughs> but. But but there is a strong reason to believe that she's one of those t- bottom bitches. No top. What does he say? He calls them bottom bitches or top, top bitches? bitches. No, bottom the, bitches. Yeah. The, I know the like the like top bitches. The, uh, the Maxwell of Forte. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's an analogy like uh, Glenn Maxwell. That uh, so one of these Raducanu or whatever her name. Not Raducanu. She's a tennis player. Uh, so 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 this Romanian chick. She used to do the uh, do his dirty business. She used to approach women. He would he would lure women to these meetings. Things, and then she would uh, propose to them that hey, you need to try cam business or whatnot. He says that himself that you should never do that because it's always better coming from a woman. So one of his top bitches will do that. Bottom. Yeah. Also, don't forget that we have such a thing called Stockholm syndrome. So we have oh yeah a lot of, a lot of people like we even have even uh, women within ISIS who said that this is the best experience that they've ever had. Like in Syria, living under war and being treated like slaves. They're like, oh, this is fantastic. If you want to be treated like a real woman, come here and live under ISIS. So yeah, you can't just use these as as evidence. I okay. So uh, last story, and I want to move on from this. So as I was saying, that how these people would just defend Andrew Tate just because he's the Muslim brother. There's another piece of propaganda that they've been spreading. Um, let me show you what Sheikh Suleiman had to say about this. So they've been parroting this narrative for some time now. Sheikh Suleiman is defending. Oh yeah. Sheikh Suleiman Suleiman. I have verified the authenticity of the messages. They are real. The timestamp issue was due to a glitch download issue. Blah blah blah. If there were any doctor, doctor, if these screenshots which I'm about to show you, if these were doctored, then fake time uh, would have been created to stop any uh, contention. But it was so basically he's just pushing that they, uh, there's a screenshots that have confirmed that these yeah. women were lying. Oh, so the women's mm-hmm. one of his victims. Two, uh, what, two of his victims. So there was uh, there was a transcript of the WhatsApp messages leaked to the press, and then they found this. Look at this. And what's the goal here? Well, it's to get a movie written about them. These victims of oh Andrew my god. Hollywood signed these girls. Emma, what are we are writing a movie ASAP? Aliona, let's email Netflix ASAP. So, so this is it. Look at this. They only showed this little screenshot of the transcript. For sure, we have to. I'm dying inside. Let's email Netflix ASAP. Hulu, Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, also, That's Tam Khan. Okay. Also, Tam Khan. He uh, he's the guy who converted um, him to Islam. At, um, oh yeah, in Dubai. And, yeah. So he said, "You are a good actress. Let's email Netflix. Evil ruin people." 
people's lives for money, clout, and attention. They should be jailed and exposed by all the world's media. So what are those messages what they showed? They showed this. Uh, Aliana saying, you are a good actress. True. I practice. Perfecto. Aliana, just play it cool. Got it. This one will actually give away something, but they didn't pay any attention to it. Like you don't know. Play dumb. I'm going to pull some tears. You know, the, the, these are his victims saying, so you, you can clearly see the kind of uh, picture they're painting here. I'm going to mm. pull some tears uh, and play dumb. Good advice. Thank you, babe. The other one says, for sure, we have to. I'm dying inside. Let's email Netflix, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they started propag parroting this narrative that, hey, look, these two girls hatched this plan um, to entrap Andrew Tate. And we, uh, for a moment when I looked at it, I was like, ooh, this looks pretty bad. But I knew that this, I can see that. Why would they only show this? Why, why can't I see the whole context? So I held back. I was about to tweet about it, but I said, oh, let's hold back for a little bit. So do you want to see what actually was a transcript? Let me show you the, the actual transcript. Oh, Jeez, where good. is it? Oh, hang on a sec. Man, I thought I had downloaded it. Tell us, I'm dying to know what the hell is that. No, no, you're going to love it. You're, no, because it's in 4K because it's pretty big, so I had to download it properly. Um, oh okay, yeah. But All right. Okay. No, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, where's share screen button? There it is. Okay, let's have a look. Whoa. How did he get this? No, no, so it's, it, it, it's, it's been leaked. Okay, so good okay. advice. Thank you, babe. How far is food? Um, are you as hungry as me? We will talk uh, more tonight. And the prize for And the prize for best actress is going to emma yeah i'm starving i can't so again like oh and the price for best actress so obviously they're talking about acting and just but, but it'll tell you what what they're actually talking about i can't see through because the app is not showing image omitted i need to work a bit like to post some tiktok um a golden oscar now please f lmao what time will will you have to do that once i get famous and rich i will make sure i get one for you but i'm just wondering how late we can stay up can't wait to watch you all in the movies you're already famous and my eyes we will see how how we do it later this is again like they showed this one um just mean you're badass where was it? what is the what's the point of the message like what are they I'll, trying to I'll show you. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to find because i actually read it before so let me let me so yeah there it is okay so thank you i'm sure we can get out um, thank you. I'm sure we can do this. Get out of this fucking mess. Okay, what the, what are they talking about this mess? So they're trying to get out of here. That's what they're trying to act. But if we can make them believe mm -hmm. we are in love, they will either not suspect us of leaving whatsoever. Or if or if they find out we do, they eventually will, they won't chase. So they're trying to get out of there. They're acting to to be to leave on good terms. They will believe we are coming back, or at least try to come back, that we are obsessed with them. So we're gonna pretend to be in love with them so they let us go. They're trying, they're trying, they're, they're hatching a plan to get out of there, get out of this mess. Oh that's what they're trying to do. So they're not trying to aggravate their their um uh, the, the people who are holding this is hostage. worse this makes it actually incriminates them yes, this yes. yes. so they're yes. like they can't leave they're trying to act so that they are allowed to leave yes so they're not so they're being held against their will so the evidence that the muslims are these muslims are giving to to try to make tate look good it actually shows that he's he's holding them hostage yes they're acting they're trying to act their way out so that they yes. let them go so they come back they don't want to cross this makes it a lot worse they don't want to antagonize 
Oh, wow. So there's such a threat that they have to act so that they don't antagonize them. Yeah, I yeah told that's you really to bad. That's just bad. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, but look at this. But look at this. This is what they showed. But they only showed this. This is what I'm talking about, Sheikh Suleiman and this Tam Khan guy. They only showed this bit. They didn't show oh, this bit. No. So anyway, so they're saying, yeah, I told you to be like saying a nice message and that we are heard of shit like that and that we do love them, but just don't like the situation. So they're just basically trying to find excuses. How are we going to convince them to let us go? We're going to tell them, hey, look, we love you. We're in love with you. We're obsessed with you. We really like you, but we're just not happy with the situation can you let us go please this is what they're saying and look what, what they're asking so they will not think that we are really against them you know and by against obviously it means like we want we want to get out of this mess again go back to this get out of this fucking mess yeah that's smart play the victim i mean we are it actually does say I mean, we are victims but like yeah act like we still love them and stuff so you gotta act like you love them otherwise they'll get antagonized they will say they'll beat them up or whatnot haha i mean we are alone it, it she does quote it but again like you gotta understand that these women also don't know exactly what has happened to them if they are scared if they think if you think especially if you're in a sex industry if you think that if i say that i'm going to leave and the other party might get upset then it means you're held hostage if i go to armin's house i'm not going to be afraid to say hey i'm all right man nice seeing you i'm gonna go home now if i'm scared to say that to armin then it means that you know like i'm being held against my will would you agree with that this is pretty simple it's pretty bad it's pretty bad and criminal so, yeah that's really bad i mean if it's i i, I don't know where this comes from but yeah if it's, if true, it's, it's true. just really bad <laughs> i like oh vikram but i'm proud of you you look how being like if this is true this is, I, yeah no 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 he's he's been like that like you're skeptic. being yeah, I'm a you're skeptic, skeptic. Guys, yeah. good 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 I like well, we know we know it is real because the people on Andrew Tate's side, they themselves had said that this is real. These transcripts are real. <laughs> so, so um, Sheikh Suleiman himself has said that, yeah, this is real. Look at this. Tam Khan himself mm. has said that this is real. Where is it? Look, look, he's saying, I have verified the authenticity of the messages, albeit I'm only going to show you the bit that suits me. <laughs> but <laughs> the timestamp issue was due to glitch, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and Do you think he's being, uh, like, the fact that he's selecting only a part of it, do you think he's just uh, being stupid or he's being pur purposefully selective? Like, he's lying? Well, he's no sure is he it's, uh, so he's knowingly, purposeful. like, you, wouldn't that be a sin? Like, like he's knowingly lying Takiya. to the audience? Takiya. Oh, Takiya. Ha, what? what what are the, this is what I was thinking initially. See, I mean, how how good natured we are. We initially take people in face value. I was thinking, okay, maybe he's blinded by the fact that this is my Muslim brother, so I'm going to support him. Come what may. But this is clear deception. See, yeah. see, here, this is what I was saying. Like, you're not being tribal. You're actually trying yeah. to know what's what. Yeah. You don't. It's not about them being Muslim or ex-Muslim. You just want to see what actually is the truth. Right? I know. I, 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 no, I, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. But but I'm saying, look at it. But now, for example, he. He just made the excuse that oh look so what if he told you yeah, i'm gonna pay you 50 but he's only paying you 30 so what you're still making a lot of money you're making way more money than you would have made if you were flipping big no. and now he deliberately shows up the bit which paints them as bad people or as someone who's uh who's orchestrated orchestrated this whole uh, uh plan to entrap the tate brothers but he could have shown the whole transcript but he knew that the, the whole transcript is not going to make his case look good so he said you know what screw this and same goes for uh this tam khan guy as well 
He's also saying that, look, he's highlighting that part. Ah, oh, you're a good actress. True. I practice. Perfecto. Just play it cool. And then he's saying, you let's email Netflix. Evil. Ruin Evil. people's lives for money, cloud, and attention. Why are you not showing the rest of it, bro? Keep, now, it, keep it there. No, no, keep it yeah, there. Because think about this. Like, look at that, right? They're calling these girls evil. But now think about it in context what this actually could be meaning. These girls are acting because they, they are trying to save themselves. They're in a distressful situation. They are they are in distress. They're being taken hostage. These people can be antagonized if they want to. They don't have freedom of mobility. They just want to get out of there and they're desperately trying to act their way out of there. So imagine the context of what's happening here and them calling these girls evil. The actual the actual evil person here is the person you're trying to defend that these girls have to go through all these acting just to be able to get out of there. Yeah, Eve, exactly. It's evil. It's Tate who's evil. Yeah. Um, I, 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 let me say, read some other juicy bits from that as well because I think it's important. By the way, I'll, I'll put that in my community tab. You can read that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I don't have to play. Yeah, didn't we decide on that? Yeah, ha, ha, ha. I completely forgot about it. Silly me. But yeah, the thing, I, it's just that I didn't go live yesterday either. Okay, fuck it. We're leaving tomorrow. So now that I seem excited, okay, fuck it. We're leaving tomorrow. But fuck it. Yeah, who cares if they get mad fuck them and fuck this place so they're obviously sick of that but also at the same time so this is not something that you could say that a lot of that this is a reason why there's a separate child for a lover boy method a lot of these times these women are also bring confused it. they're conflicted sorry bring you want me to bring it up okay sorry oh, yeah, um, like, just uh, to clarify yeah uh, i got a link from like the destiny's chat and yeah it's real it's all real it's not fake look it says it right under don't even stress babe like they they put them under stress like they have to convince each other that it's okay like it's okay, the yeah. stress yeah because the stress is being used as a weapon to keep them there right yeah. and that's why for them to be able to get out of there they have to calm each other down it's going to be okay don't stress about it they're obviously concerned no i'm um, the reason why we're emphasizing on that is because you know the, the, these taters were so freaking stupid they're going to say oh look at this you just take it off they're also laughing emojis they're laughing they're saying F, they're joking around too Obviously, it's a combination of everything. And yeah, that's a very good point. It says, don't, 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 even stress stress it. don't stress about it. Just pretend it's another day. You're just tired. So they're trying to, um, you know, um, what's calm the word they use? Down. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to calm each other down. So mm. it's just, um, yeah, it looks bad. But but that shows the deception of people like Sheikh Suleiman, Tam Khan, and all these taters. But having, there was another news story, but I will talk about it next week, where he's, uh, he's Andrew Tate has actually started throwing his one of the one of the top bits about a name the Romanian woman he's, he's, he has kind of thrown her under the bus because now they're cross-examining um they're obviously they're getting a statement they isolate these people they're getting getting an embasement uh, statement from Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate and these two girls uh his accomplices now obviously that's where you, when you're in isolation you start throwing each other under the bus and that's what's happening with him he's saying that I never dealt with one of these Moldovan chicks well uh, so Moldovan girl has accused him of rape american woman uh, has accused uh, she she's the one who was responsible behind their raid uh, in april last year at his house because she was held against her, her will uh, according to her and her mom called in so he's claiming that he never dealt with the moldovan woman moldovan woman was hired and recruited by uh, 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 the, this romanian woman so he's basically saying that i have nothing to do with whatever she was so but we'll talk about it more next week when we have the full news story okay by the way guys this whole andrew 
regurgitate um, the buckle. It's a great excuse for us to compare values, um, also show how we look into research, find each other's fallacies, um, find out the arguments that people make, look at, you know, highlights of tribalism. So it's not, I know we're talking about Andrew Tate a lot here, but it's not, Andrew Tate is just an excuse to for us to basically demonstrate a whole bunch of other things, right? It's, it, it goes beyond uh, just Andrew Tate. You know? Whenever you have a famous person, um, you know, being talked about in the same uh, um, in the, in the, on the same topics that we talk about when it comes to free speech, when it comes to religion, uh, when it comes to tribalism and stuff like that, then that celebrity is, it, we use it, we use that person as a tool because, you know, to get to talk about something that's getting a lot of attention to just highlight a whole bunch of other things. Because if you just mention these things without uh, using a news item like this, you know, less let, there's, it's less likely that people would be interested in uh, consuming their content. So it's just an excuse for us to talk about the same things that we talk about. Before. But it is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, that's my point because it makes it more interesting. But we we're making the same points, but in a more interesting way. What about what do you think about your? Uh, so now, do, do you still want to get your daily motivational advice from uh, uh, Andrew Tate? <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Probably not. No, no it's interesting because uh, I had a conversation with Destiny on this exact thing on because um, I brought up the argument on like how he's basically like a necessary evil for young men to have like a because in the end whether you like it or not teenage boys who are rebellious they need an asshole to like look up to you know they need someone who's like it's like jordan peterson kind of played that role back in the day now right he's well yeah they do need an asshole right so what we need this is the good thing about the one good thing about andrew tate is shows how big of a failure the left has been in providing a role right so and it has made a lot, whole bunch of people woke up that okay we need to be so stop being so anti-men because being anti-men has made us not have actually good leftist role models right um so you know, we need positive masculinity. We need positive. We need to encourage positive masculinity instead of like treating all forms of masculinity as if they're toxic, right? And I, I do recognize that part of one thing that is attributed with being masculine is being tough and aggressive, and as you describe it, Vikram, being an asshole to certain people. Hey, but there's, yes. an, but yeah, but there's a, there's enough evil out there in the world for you to be an asshole too and look tough. Um, you know, you you could be asshole an asshole to not or to racists or to misogynists or to homophobes so you could like unleash all your assholeness to all the people that require aggression against uh, and then you could and people could admire that you know i know a lot of young people admire that level of aggression and see somebody tough like that as somebody to follow but you don't you, i'm not saying to just remove that uh, aggression i'm just saying like we need a role model that is directing that aggression towards something that is worth being against rather than against women or trans people or gay people yeah yeah that's the that's the issue though because uh, when we think of people who could replace him as much as he's being criticized no one has really provided an alternative that goes as viral and shares like better message yeah well now we now that it will take it take some so one reason why i think we haven't had an alternative among leftists is because just manhood as a whole has been under attack in the in le, on the left for a while now right but now that because of andrew tate we're now seeing that there's a there's a gap there's something that needs to be there's a demand that is not being supplied um i think 
now that the tensions, the attacks on men on the left is being reduced, I think we're opening the market for content providers to come fill up that space. So I think it's not going to happen immediately, but I think now that a less less hostility towards masculinity in the left is going to open the space towards that being eventually, you know. Um, I always that, believe that, that that alternative being created. Go on. I always believe that that the happy medium would be found eventually. Uh, this wokeism would is not sustainable. Like this, uh, the, the, uh, blame everything on patriarchy. Just blame everything. Yes, we get it. There's a lot of good points to be made here, but that doesn't mean that you just blame everything on patriarchy. And, and any time a man says something, you start screaming in his face and you know start discrediting him. It just doesn't work that way. And um, yeah, and then you see you create. We how for how long? Andrew Tate is a newer phenomenon. Red pill crowd started getting famous, but popular when 2014, 15. I mean, we've been talking about it for a very long time that the leftists have um, uh, people who shut down critique of Islam, for example. That's going to be bad. You're going to have a, a you know, you're, you're going to have bad consequence of it. And uh, you do see that. And now we do see that people are coming out in support of uh, ex-Muslims somewhat. Um, we, we don't we don't get pushed back as much as, for example, Ayana Hasselin had back in the day was pushed back. Uh, I know her, some of her ideas are a bit wacky too, but a lot of people on really Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't heard it for a while now, but I'm just saying even really Bikram, bring up like bring up some crazy things that Ian is saying. Yeah, tell tell really, me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm basing on like I haven't paid attention to Ian. Like, okay, next up. <laughs> okay, but if you find anything, let us know. That would be yeah. By the way, but, um, we go on. No, I was uh, the topic I was gonna bring up earlier was uh, I just went. I, I was gonna say it when you interrupted me. Just completely went out of my head. Like, just go ahead. I'll think about it for a second. Okay, two. I want to highlight two comments. First of all, um, Harris, you got a super chat saying when he becomes X, they will eat him alive. That would be interesting to see if Tate becomes. Uh, but we won't be defending him for his for his criminal we actions. We won't be defending him. Exactly. We would stand by that what he has done. He's been manipulative. He's been a misogynist. He's been a sex trafficker. He's been a he's been a dodgy, shady character. He's broken a few laws here and there. We would still not be defending him. No, no, we will. Um, but oh, I, I, I highlight about the way what I was going to ask. Sorry. Okay, wait. I, let me highlight this comment. Uh, Bastet is saying there's nothing wrong with. Uh, being a man well thank you for I, I appreciate you allowing us to be men <laughs> but but men don't have the right to dominate and control women unless she wants the woman it. enjoy being dominated <laughs> and controlled then uh, you then, want it yeah. you want it baby girl <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay Maybe there are a lot of women that said that enjoy being controlled hit and dominated, me baby so. one more time <laughs> <laughs> alright okay go on Vikram um, well, man, I, I had it in mind when I was going to ask about Oh, I was going to ask, so uh, during that conversation I brought up with Destiny, so we debated one topic that I think he disagrees with me on is that uh, the problem is that a lot of left-wing people don't realize that women do value masculinity in men. Like, if you encourage men to become more feminine, it's good. But on one side effect is that... uh, you're going to have, like, it's going to be harder for them to get laid. And uh, I just wanted to know what you guys think about it. If you become more feminine, it's more difficult. Yeah, masculinity, but up to a point, being more masculine is seen as an attractive trait. Yeah, Yeah. that's why we we defend, I defend, uh, yeah, we defend masculinity. We defend positive masculinity. No woman wants a feminine man. No, wait, some women do, actually. Maybe a little, but but that's not the way of the majority. I've never run into a woman who would say that 
that oh, I would have preferred if you were a bit more feminine. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> well, I mean, there, no, no. Actually, there are a lot of uh, young girls right now who um, enjoy. I don't know if you could call it feminine, but yeah, lesbian. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, teenagers who like BTS type boys. What? What? What kind of boys? Oh, the BTS, BTS type. Uh, What's that type? I don't even know what that is. You know, Harry Styles. Oh, Harry Styles. All oh, right. Okay. All right. Cool. Like, like metrosexual. Like metrosexual yeah, yeah. boys. Yeah. Like, hold on. That's you don't know what BTS is? No, How do you not know that? Okay. I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't consume that kind of contact. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. More like this type of boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like uh, boy bands. Yeah. No, not boy bands. Not any kind of boy bands. Like, like this. Oh. Like this. Okay. Is that why like K pop is... is very popular? Oh, K pop. Exactly. That's so, you know, okay. K pop. Right. So they are, they're, look. So I actually, um, just recently, there were two girls that were uh, arguing over this with each other. One of them was saying, I like masculine. I like hairy. And the other girl was like, No, that's dirty. That's barbaric. I like clean. I like a little bit of makeup. I like, like a more skinny, more skinny, like, a, like men that look like young. Young boys, you know, with uh, with like earrings and the half lesbian. They don't, they don't know it. No, 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 no. No, it's not, it's not. They're not lesbians. They like they like they, they know they know they like boys. They like men, but they like. And, and if you ask them why do you like that more, they're like it's just more clean. It looks more pretty. It looks more cute. And they, they, there's a lot of women that like that. There's a lot of women that like, that don't like Are the masculine any, is look. There, is there a study? Are there stats? Well, um, yeah. I mean, among young, there is. There's a lot of young. Uh, it, it gets. Uh, but I, based on stats, it seems like what it shows is that it gets less like that when as they get older, right? But some of up. them stay like that. Yeah, as they grow as up, they grow right? Up, then no, a real man is a real man. But still, so, some of them still no, 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 they're real men. Okay, look, no, no, guys, guys. I'm look, joking. I know, I know, I you're know. joking. I'm clarifying yeah, so people good, good, who might good, think good. that you're a okay. Good, good. This is this is a real man. Okay, I might yeah, might real, not like yeah. It might not like be a masculine man. It might not be a masculine man, but it's a real man. And different sure? people have different tastes. The girl in the white jack was that a was that a man? The girl in the white jack. This one? Yeah, these are men. Oh, okay, wrong. These are all men. What the hell? I know, I know most of them, but but this one, the one that you highlighted, that he, he looks a bit yeah uh, tomboy. Okay, these are men, and different okay, women men. have different tastes, and like that's it. okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but they're they uh, I think that was popularized back in the Justin Bieber days because a lot of men couldn't understand why 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 are girls so crazy over him. But then you look at them; they were also 15, 16 year old girls. So of course, they're not gonna like a forty year old masculine man with big freaking beard and he's got you know beard dripping down his facial hair. They're not gonna like that yeah. guy. No, no, no. But even even. In, like okay so even boys that, that age like for example let's say you're 16 or 17 or 18 like the girl i was talking to she was 18 right that like that kind of man right and and she had a friend that was younger than her and she preferred masculine aggressive masculine uh, aggressive you know uh man right so more more people that had more masculine features right so the 18 year old girl like k-pop type boys and the 16 year old girl was she saying like no she likes like a little bit of stubble a little bit of hair on the chest a little bit of muscle you know a little bit of aggression so even even though the older girl seemed to be liking more feminine type guys right so i'm just saying um what, what we what i'm trying to avoid doing is having general statements right so it's like women like i think whatever comes after that is wrong when you say women like masculine men that is wrong women are different just like men are different women are different from each other women yeah but uh, we need to we need to treat people like individual yeah, yeah. but it's, 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 it's like the majority believe behave a certain way right it's like 
I mean, yeah, same we could we could say we could say majority or a lot of because but we we shouldn't say make general statements like women like women like masculine men. Like maybe say a lot of women. You could say most women, but don't just say women like because women have. Isn't that implied if I say women? It is implied. I think yeah. I don't think everyone. I think given yeah, maybe you don't mean it, but given that we live in a world where people believe such general terms, it it helps for us to be more accurate about. Because for example, I'm. I mean, do you agree that typically most women tend to be submissive in bed? Uh, most women, yes. So some, a lot of women are dominant in bed, uh, but on average, the women who are submissive are higher than the women who are dominant. Yeah, but but by most, but I, again, by most, we're not talking like I don't know what percentage we're talking about. If there are there are enough women who are dominant for us to not pre-assume that somebody is submissive because they're a woman. Uh, you know, who this guy is a troll. Well, let them alone. They oh, try, yeah, they, yeah. This guy is this guy is like I know this guy is trying to type everything and everything that gets our attention. So it's like trying. Well, don't pay attention to that. Like uh, he's, I thought that I thought that might give us good content. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Use it, use it. No, but he's trying. To, like that person is just trying to go through anything they say to just get the, uh, get our attention. Another message. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, give yeah, give me something say... better to talk about. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Vikram, go, go on. I was gonna say that. Um... Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, yeah, so uh, I talked to, you know, I mean, Alex of Playing With Fire, right? Debated him. Uh, he says that the dominant women he met are actually submissive in bed with him. It's just that they can, like, if they have to be dominant in bed, they could do it. But what they really value, what they really like, it's being submissive. Again, in bed, not. But that's his personal experience. That's not statistics. Yeah, but there's never going to be a statistics on that, right? Like, you have, there you is. Have to no, there are. Experience. No, it's not going to be accurate. Like, he lived in Vancouver and he's talking about a, a, a sample so a very biased sample size that is not even statistically significant yeah, and there are stats on this no, well yeah no. what, what are you I mean, going to do you're going to make no, you, did, you couldn't you do that like how are you like you're not going to investigate okay then say I, if you can't investigate then just say I don't know don't make come up with conclusions based on personal experience but by then we can never like believe anything until like there are already few things in life we could believe right like, then we wouldn't be atheists we'd be fully agnostic like no no wait you don't even know what atheism means atheism is a lack of belief in god it's not a positive claim we are atheists because we lack belief in god we're not making a positive claim no but i mean we we at least the three of us i'm guessing we tend to lean towards god non-existing right we're not like perfect agnostic. yeah because there are infinite number a number of unfalsifiable hypotheses that you make therefore you use just statistically the chances of each one of them is one over infinity which is close to zero yeah so we are close yeah, but that's not because that's not because we have found you know especially towards the theistic God we don't we haven't made a positive claim we just said like this is just like another infinite number of claims that you can make without evidence so the likelihood of it existing is one over infinity but yeah, yeah no you have to do that you have to like base if you don't have evidence you can't make you know you could come up with guesses but you have to mention that it's a guess that you don't know no okay, you could you, you could apply okay I've got, I've got some statistics okay I've got no wait I've got I want to wait I want to I want to finish this before we see the statistics I want to like finish this line of reasoning but go on Vikram no like because it seems kind of insane to be honest if I'm think of like a regular human being like who has to base every decision he makes every belief he holds on every like on research on everything because 
you cannot no, live that way. No, I didn't say that. You know? I, yeah, we make, okay, yeah. We When we don't have evidence, we apply Occam's razor on things, right? right? Yeah. So, for example, if you come and tell me that, oh, that restaurant was, you know, great, okay? I, I'm not going to claim that this is 100% true. Like, let's say five people tell me that they had a great experience at this restaurant, okay? So, I don't have definite proof that that's the case, but the likelihood of it, I, when I make decisions are made at day-to-day life, I don't look for evidence for everything. I just apply uh, probability based on the uh, last five per- person that told me something, the likelihood of this restaurant having bad food is very low. So I'm going to go eat there, right? But then when it comes to more important decisions in my life, where I'm going to require more evidence. I'm not going to apply Occam's razor. I want to see actual proof. For example, if somebody says, comes to me, like my mother has cancer, and my, they come to me and tell me like, actually this, this the treatment that, that the doctors tell, don't t- are telling you doesn't work, go to this guru and she's going she's gonna to treat your mother. I'm going to like, okay, I'm not going to apply, I'm going to actually require a much higher degree of uh, a a rigorous standard uh, when it comes to verifying whether this claim is true or not, right? So um, again, uh, for example, let's say in Vancouver, you have had personal experiences over women who have said that they're dominant, right? But you had sexual experiences with them and they ended up being submissive, right? You might come up with a hypothesis, not even a theory, a hypothesis, that this seems to be true about, you know, the woman I'm meeting in my life, right? And then you can make a decision based on the likelihood of this being, uh, you can make the personal decisions for your life based on this likelihood of this claim being increased in your personal life. But then when you take that and now you're making a general claim about women, you're, you're you know, you're stepping outside of what Occam's razor can do to you, for, for you when it comes to making, you know, the cost of you coming up with uh, a general conclusions for all women based on a very limited information, based on a very limited data that you have collected, the cost of that, you know, I'm pre-assuming things about women. Now the cost of that is higher than the benefits that you're making from the outcomes from the assumption that you're having. When it came to, you know, from, from that restaurant, you know, uh, let's say that my assumptions were wrong, right? I Five people told me that the food in this restaurant is good. So I assumed it's good. It's a safe bet to make. And I went there and the food was bad. What is the p- cost for that? So, you know, because of the cost of that is very low, that assumption is safe for me to make that assumption because what? Okay, I, I, I had a bad meal, right? But when it comes to making uh, general claims about women, that the cost of that being wrong based on very limited information is high because now you're you're stereotyping and half of the population based on very limited information and people are going to make a lot of important decisions in their life based on based on having a this assumption about women being submissive in their life so when it comes to generalizing half the population you have to be a lot more demanding over what's the, what information what kind of evidence you're using to be able to come up with conclusions so when the cost of being wrong is higher the standard of evidence that you're looking for needs to be higher. Yeah. Okay, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, you, yeah. You, you just uh, demolished my point. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I agree with I agree with that. I mean, I think the cost is really high, and and even at a personal level, there is a bit of a cost because you Andrew Tate comes across as this guy, and you know, like the kind of communication that I've seen of people like Andrew Tate, his fanboys, they have like they refer to women as bitches, hoes, all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm telling you that would never really really flow if you're trying to get a girl that is not gonna go down well it's just it just won't there's so many other ways of uh impressing a girl smile the first and foremost thing is to make her feel comfortable yeah you can do it with your humor you can do it with the way you talk and everything but the the, 
there would even if you drop this off um, I, I, I I don't know it's never it's never I, not that I ever tried it but I don't I can't see it ever working but the kind of picture that people like Andrew Tate create that oh yeah this is how women are and then you go out there in the real world and you try it it's it's not gonna work and it's gonna hurt you even more there's a reason why there's a lot of incel boys are actually his fan fan that his fanboys there's there's I I know the young men I was also a 20 year old you know like at one point I also used to look at the, at my time I used to look up at look up at Johnny Depp and you know Brad Pitt or a couple of Bollywood actors um but I, I know I know young men always need a role model but this is why we keep saying this guy is not that but anyway forget about him he's gone he's gone for the next 20 years or so but to answer your question are women more um submissive or dominant in general so there's a study um uh, you got America Do we have studies then so, so, oh, it's, it's, it's a survey so I don't know um, what do yeah it's a survey. you can never read survey. someone's mind right okay, yeah so so, so no, 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 there are ways. Pretty, yeah, there, there's still some good information in there. So, the first question is actually very interesting. Do you think it is or is it not possible for a woman to be a feminist and to want to be sexually dominated by a man? I've actually met with a lot of women who said that it's okay for me to be feminist. And I say, yeah, that's good. You should be a feminist. You should speak. Because I want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, so, and then and, and then in bed, they'd be like, yeah, that's okay. Forget about it. I've left my feminism at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, this is a very small sample size, okay? In my case, it's very small. <laughs> in Armin's case, might might be a bit bigger. But anyway, so... Most yeah, so, women so, so, are dated or feminists, but... In bed, it's a sexual thing. In bed, they are submissive. Yeah, outdated. it's okay. But, but again, it's like, but again, yeah. But again, we're not gonna we're not gonna make a generalized statement because we've got a uh, we've got the survey in front of it. So so we'll just talk about that. So he said, sixty percent of women they're saying no, it is it is possible. So majority of women are thinking it's okay for me to be a feminist and be submissive in bed. It's okay. There's eleven percent. It is not. They're saying nope. I'm a feminist and I can't be dominated. So again, you can see there's a clear this is a minority. But any. Anyway, 29%, I think they are definitely submissive because they don't even know. <laughs> if you don't even know what your preference is, then maybe, you know, you are you, you are like, oh, okay, maybe I need to have additional general. I, not that I support it. But anyway, okay, so dominance and submission, this is more, this might be more clearer. Do you prefer to be dominant or submissive in bed? 18% of men said they want to be dominant. Now, these are obviously expressive people. This They say, no, that you know, they don't apologize. They don't make any excuses for it. They, they say how it is or they, they, they say how they see it. 18% of men say, we do. But only 4% of women say they do. They're, they're dominant. 10% of men. So there's a minority of men say that they're submissive. A majority of women say they're submissive. Neither. I think they're probably, you know, just... Uh, I, I, I would have thought that. Neither, right? so. neither they're saying, oh, we have no preference. We just we just get on with it and bang, bang. <laughs> 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 but we, we are both. Now, the, the, these are a bit more uh, adventurous people. And again, don't know. Again, you look at it. Women are saying, uh, I don't know more um, more than men are saying that because I think again I, I, I would put them they're more likely going to fall in this category so I think it's safe to assume it wouldn't be a bad statement Vikram what you originally made but if you just tweaked it a little bit that it seems like majority of women uh, prefer submissiveness in bed what do you reckon I mean, is, would that be an accurate closer to accurate well I asked ChatGPT ah. <laughs> okay. so I asked are there any studies that show women are more submissive in sex keep it short i told it look at telling that video the chat is saying there is no scientific evidence to support the claim that women are inherently more submissive in sexual situations se- situations sexual preferences and behavior vary wi- uh, widely yeah. among individuals 
visuals and are shaped by complex interplay of biological, psychological, or psychological and sociocultural factors. Any generalization about the sexual behavior of a particular gender is not su uh, supported by scientific evidence and can be harmful and premature harmful series. Okay, ChatGPT, you're an idiot because I, I think said it's if they're correct. Yeah, because look at the question. ChatGPT doesn't understand what it means about more submissive. More submissive doesn't mean that you need to all beat them of up. Them are oh yeah, you, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but I didn't. The question is not whether they're every single one of them is more submissive. The question is about in general are they okay? Maybe I should have said that. Maybe I should have said that on average are more submissive. No, but I, I'm just saying. I, I think this answer is still not clear. You know why? So if mm -hmm. even if something is shaped by sociocultural factors or psychological factors, and then we observe this phenomena, let's just say amongst our community, our global uh, society, and then we see, okay, women tend to be more submissive, then that would still be scientific. That would be a scientific evidence. Okay, ChatGPT is stupid. Doesn't understand what averages mean. I said, I said, I meant on average. It's like, and then it's saying, even when looking at averages, it is not accurate or ethical to make broad generalizations. Hey, ChatGPT, on average means not broad generalization. On average means that we're not making broad generalization. We're talking about average. Does ChatGPT not understand what averages mean? Like, you talk about averages to avoid making generalization. It, what the hell? This is too politically correct, guys. Sexual preferences and behaviors are highly individualized. Yes, I know. That's why we're talking about averages, you moron. And also it's highly unethical. What if it's true? We're, we have to avoid facts? Like avoiding facts would be unethical? This is too PC, man. Yeah. This is too woke. Yeah, yeah uh, Alex was telling me that, yeah, he, uh, chat GPT that gives good advice on a bunch of stuff, but it's way too blue-pilled. Like it's way too on the blue-pill side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's blue-pilled, I think. Yeah, you're right. Oh my God. You're gonna be um, no I, I asked the same question, but anyway, we, we we do have we do have the data. But anyway, I asked you, Armin. So so so, what do you think? So would that would that be a fairer the study that I shared with you or the survey that I well, shared with you? Well, that's an online that's a that was an online poll, right? So it wasn't a scientific poll. It was a, yeah. not a scientific. No, no, it's not, so, yeah, it's a survey. So this would make me this would this would make it a hypothesis that is likely true. I would say because of these surveys, I am more and in, more inclined to believe that women are average or more submissive. But it's a hypothesis that I would hold on loosely and I would let go of it fat as soon as I uh, can, as soon as I see anything that is a more scientifically, um, more scientific data, more scientifically gathered data information. You know? mm. Because online polls are not very reliable. They're enough to make you, um, if you had to guess, to more likely guess within, you know, in a certain direction. But you could, you with the, you hold that position, you hold that opinion with a higher degree of skepticism. The better the data is, the less skeptical you're going to be about the conclusions. That right. But let me, for poll results can be found here and top line results are margin of error here. Uh, it's a poll. I, I, I don't know the methodology. Okay, fair enough. You got, I don't know. It's just an online poll. So no. Is it an online it's poll? Are you sure? Is it an online Well, I mean, poll? that's what you said. I asked and you said yes. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say that. I, I, I don't know whether it's just an it online It doesn't look like a peer-reviewed academic research. No, no, it's not a peer-reviewed, no, but yeah. it's a survey. So it's not, yeah, not, so I, I don't know. Is it like by an institution that is an, uh, that is known for doing conducting surveys? Yeah, research conducted by YouGov in the US, UK, and Germany shows that okay. Americans, 13% and Brit, uh, 
Okay, uh, YouGov. Okay, well then we have to look at YouGov. Uh, right? YouGov America. See, yeah. YouGov America to see like are they who are they are they. This is how it's done. You have to go check out. In the United States, younger people are far more likely to say that they have taken part in BDSM and to say that we they would want to take part in it in the future. Twenty three percent of under thirties have taken part in. It. To say it, they've taken part in it, it's like why don't you just wake up and just do it? <laughs> taking part in it, like there's a lot of planning involved. Okay. So YouGov is a British international internet-based market research and data analytics firm. Okay, that makes them somewhat more credible. Headquarters yeah. in the UK with operations in Europe, North America, the Middle East, Asia. Okay. Um, history. Yeah, I think like if okay, no, this is a serious data collect data. There you analysis. go. Yeah. Okay. So okay, now, so now name, my name degree of no. So now my my skepticism is not going to ever go to zero, but it goes down a little bit based on I see like it's not just a random online poll. It seems to be more yeah. serious. Okay. But again, this is how you do it. Like now, you could go read them, see if there's any credit. Oh, look, they have a methodology section, and you could now click on the reference to the methodology. So. But this is how you see, see Vikram, you, you have tools to better than your anecdotal personal life experiences to come up with conclusions like this. You look at an online poll, then you go look at who's doing the poll. You see them, you could go read their methodology, right? You could see the references to the methodology. You could see if there's anybody that criticized the allegations. Oh, here. See, you could go read the allegations of poll manipulations, and then you could go look at the references to who's making these poll uh, allegations. And that's how you conduct, that's how you come up with better conclusions rather than like oh i had sex with 10 women and four of them told me that they're dominant but then when i had sex with them they ended up being actually submissive and that's how i come up with conclusions <laughs> there's a better methodology to come up with this. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. yeah it's possible i don't know yeah um it's yeah no you're right there's nothing i can say okay uh that that right winger guy, what's his name? Uh, that British. Uh, oh, let me show you. There's a lot of. Is, oh man, I can't remember that guy's name. Oh, uh, should, guys, we're getting we're getting we're getting so long. The show is getting long. Yeah, so okay, yeah. I think we need to wrap this up anyway. Victor, make your final about dominant and submissive. Uh, one of the things a lot of people don't realize is that technically the person who's submissive is the one who controls the interaction. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize this. Like being dominant doesn't mean you're the leader. Technically, technically speaking, it's the submissive person who sets up the uh, how it's going to work. You know, exactly. The sub is in control. The sub yeah. is in control. All right, that's a good point. Let's end it. That's here. a very good point. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I no, no, thought, thought it that way. Like, imagine, like, you. No, I'm not going to say it. But good. No, there's always basically the dumb and the sub, they're always playing a character. The dumb acts like he's in control because the dumb is trying to please the sub by, yeah, by, 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 by creating role playing as if he's in control. The sub enjoys uh, seeing the dumb is in control, but the sub is actually always in control. But you have the, the trick is to make it not look like she's in control while making sure you give her all the control no not necessarily i think it, it, ju it just works the way i i guess the person is sure here the person who's controlling the conversation could also be uh, I don't know, I, 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 yeah i'm not comfortable using my all right all right people thank you very much we'll see you next like Sunday. And subscribe leave a comment uh support us on patreon or you know but on youtube membership link in the description and let people know share this video and let people uh, ask them to come and subscribe and yeah we'll see you next week and thank you vikram for your support thank you vikram bye Mwah.